and welcome to Sutra Side Talk, episode 225. I'm your host, Kamran Shushtar, and with me is... James Seelig. And with us again is Momo back. She okay. was here uh, during our Demon Slayer episode, and then she's previously been on, once again, uh, up to it, down to it, for our cons episode, talking about some anime cons and stuff. So, welcome back. Glad to have you. Love to be here. Thank you for having me. Yes. Yeah. And yes. we've we're back after a week off because I was not here and we didn't want to do two episodes in a week, so we were just kind of like, ah, you know, we'll just we'll just take a week off. It's okay. I was you could have lugged in... all your stuff to New York. <laughs> Dude, I was actually supposed to bring uh, my hand recorder because I was gonna go uh, record a couple. Uh, two of my friends, uh, I was going to record some female voices for uh, the game I'm working on because we need like specific things. And I'm like, oh, perfect. I'll just bring this and be like, hey, can you like just say these five things? And then I'm like going through my stuff and I'm like, I now remember the one thing I forgot. And oh, I no. guess uh, there will not be any recordings done. So <laughs> sorry, Dan. Yeah, it's okay. Dan doesn't, my, the guy that's in charge of our team, he doesn't listen to this. It's all right. He won't know. <laughs> But, the perfect uh, crime. Exactly. Uh, I was over there, though. I was seeing family, friends. In fact, uh, friends that have been on the show, friends that Momo and I both hang out with a lot. Uh, you guys know Orin and Miles. They were both on the Halo episode, and Miles is always on up to it, down to it. And we had some other friends there, too. So it was great seeing everyone there. And I ended up, uh, I will say our friend Miles kind of screwed. <laughs> he got me all screwed up because I'm like, okay, I'm going to come back on wednesday this past wednesday i'm gonna fly back and he all of a sudden goes hey i'm coming for thursday through saturday like i'm gonna leave saturday but i'm coming in thursday and i'm like you're literally coming the day i'm leaving or like the day after i'm leaving and he's from bermuda so it's not like an easy you know you're not coming and going there that often so i had to change my flight and spend a bit of extra money to stay longer and uh it was worth it it was worth it, it was a lot of drinking but yeah. it was worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah all right cool that's all that matters yeah, I heard from yeah. Robin. Great good stuff. times. Good times. <laughs> There's a lot of stories and pictures. It's, it's it's pretty crazy. Yeah. But uh yeah, that that was what I was doing last week. Uh you guys have good weeks? Yeah. Uh just mostly normal work week and just uh, I've been doing a lot of research into the parts I want to buy for a gaming PC I want to build myself. Just like a fun little side project that's going to be very expensive, but like, I don't know, the, the way I've been trying to describe it to my dad, who's just like, why would you want to spend that much on a graphics card? Just like, I already got a, a PlayStation 5. I already got a Series X. I enjoy them just fine. But it would be really fun to put together a gaming PC where I don't have to choose between like 4K and 60 frames. I could do whatever I want. So I'm going to build a beast and it's going to be expensive. And I'm just like... Do I want to pull the trigger now? Do I want to wait for like maybe the next graphics cards to come out? Like, I don't know. I wouldn't say because whenever you do the whole I'll wait for the next thing, the next thing comes out right after that anyway. So it's like yeah. a perpetual, like never ending cycle. That's what everyone keeps telling me. It's just like it, there's always going to be something new next year or whatever. So it, don't feel bad about like getting what you want now because it's not like if I get a 3080 Ti. As soon as the 40 series comes out, it's going to be a piece of shit. Like, it's still going to be just as good as it was. It's just there's going to be something slightly better out. So, yeah, I mean, I'm using I'm yeah, still fine. my PC I built in 2017 and it's got a 1070. It still works great. I will say, though, I realized the 
the the time has come where I was like, dude, my PS5 is loading 20 times faster than this now. Like that's why all Destiny, my memory Destiny on my P- PS5 is so much faster than Destiny on my PC, and I never thought I'd say that. I'm currently uh, planning on buying two uh, M.2 SSDs that like the same kind that I have in my PlayStation 5, but I'm gonna have like a small one as like the boot drive just to have like all the like the operating system and like the things mm-hmm. I want to load quickly on there. And then I'm gonna get like a two terabyte one just to like store all my games and stuff. So, good plan. Good yeah, plan. smart yeah. people. You just need to, it's it's all SSDs. I wish mine was bigger. It's just like 500 gigs. And then but I now know the out. frustration in trying to figure out what the fuck the names mean on everything, because <laughs> they have such like random things. Like I was looking at like EVGA graphics cards yesterday, and it's just like, what is the difference between the XC3 uh, 1080 or, or or 3080 Ti, and what is the difference between that and the FTW3, like? I'm looking at ROG motherboards and I'm like, okay, so I want the Strix line or whatever, but they have ones that end in like E and F and, and G. Like, wh- what is the difference between all of them? I had to like compare them and I went with the the E board, but like it is annoyingly complicated, the naming schemes for things. And it seems very arbitrary and it makes it very hard to talk to people about it because they're like, I don't know what that means. Like, I don't know either. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm like listening and I'm like, dude, I don't fucking know. I don't know this thing. I stopped paying attention after my PC was built and I'm like, I'll never think about this again. And I'm like, I guess I'll have to soon when I build another one. Yeah. But it's whatever. 100%. Yeah. I always defer to my fiance who builds his own computer. He actually just re like, took apart it and just like rebuilt it recently. And I'm like, yeah, I'll just. I'll refer you for that type of stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I guess the reason why I've been putting so much research into this is just because, like, this shit's expensive. I want to make sure I don't make a mistake. <laughs> yes. It's well, a... Have, have graphics card, like, ever, like, plateaued? Because I know they're just skyrocketing over like, yeah. COVID and, like, the height of everything. It's, I watched a video yesterday that basically said, like, it is both the best and worst time to get to try to build a PC right now because parts are finally getting closer, like, back to, like, MSRP. But... Also, the new shit's coming out maybe in the later end of the year. So it's like, do you want to spend the money now because it's available and it's not overly priced? Or do you want to like wait for the next thing? And then there might be, you know, uh, supply shortages and you might need to get it. So it's, it's a lot of things to, uh, to consider. <laughs> I feel like the gap between what would be the 40 series and the 30 series either feels really small because it is actually a small gap of time compared to like previous or it's that covid took away time understanding yeah. so it's actually been a while and you're like oh wow we just yeah. had this and it's like no no dude it's just been you've just been stuck here this whole time the vortex yeah, yeah. so it's, it's hard to say what is time don't ask yeah. me that we did a class for that back at school it was like what is a 4d time for uh what was it foundations i don't know if you ever took that one Momo, but yeah that was I don't, I don't remember anything about time in that. I don't remember any distortions of time, but you know, it's whatever. But yeah, we're here to talk uh, three anime shows uh, Attack on Titan, the final, final season, because there's still a final, final, final Not season. Not quite. Fucking can't believe they've done Plot this. Plot twist. I got so frustrated when I watched that last episode. I was like, wait, I thought this was the finale. This isn't an end. Dude, it's it's nope. a whole yeah. I think we were recording the Destiny episode with Andreas when that, that, that final episode hit, and we were just like, while we were recording the teasers like season uh, part three of this season is gonna come in one year and it was like i fucking hate you guys so much i did think it was uh, super funny to see a bunch of colossal titans swimming 
Oh, that was, that was interesting. I was just like, wait, but the ocean's deeper than them. They can't walk the whole way. It's like, oh, because they don't. They don't. <laughs> they just swim. Yeah, they, they just swim. <laughs> They're just like, yeah, we're, we're good at this. We just know how to swim. Uh, Must be nice. Uh, logic. Yashi. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Yashi uh, will also be talking about. Mo and I watched uh, both seasons of that. And then uh, My Dress Up Darling, which we've all seen. And which I actually never thought I'd be saying on this show. Like, yeah, we're going to talk about My yeah. Dress Up Darling. I'm, I'm like... Yeah, we're talking about it. Like, <laughs> slice of life yeah. animes and mangas have never really been able to hold me for long. Like, I don't know. Well, there, there was a time, but but like, it was that one phase you went through. But it's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> Usually, most of the animes I watch are anything with like mechs in them or just like heavy action is just super fun to watch. And just dude, my dress up darling has none of that, and it is so delightful. <laughs> Very much so. 100%. I mean, it's like how pure it mm. is. Just love it. It is. And uh, we'll be, we won't be doing news this week. We're just going to pretty much be knocking out these three uh, shows. And it's also making me realize how many more like animes I have to talk about now, too. And I'm just like, oh my God. There's like animes. It's a rabbit hole. It, it's like it's overlapping live action things. And I, I don't know how to feel about that. And I'm just like, wait, no, I, I still have these, <laughs> I still have these regular American things to Dude, do. But I got a Crunchyroll oh, subscription and I was like, oh, I'll just watch like, my dress up darling for a week because everyone keeps telling me to watch that and i'm just like i might just keep this there's a lot of anime to watch and there's a lot of good shit there maybe i don't need hulu or, or disney plus anymore maybe it just got you boo. Yeah. i will say come to the dark side come to the dark uh, side yeah. when i was getting ready for my first flight when i was leaving san francisco new york i was downloading stuff on all the different like streaming apps and the first one i went to is crunchyroll and I'm like, cool, I'm going to, you know, spy. I started watching Spy, spy X Family. Oh, and yeah. I'm like, I want to watch like that and some other things. And uh, yeah. I realized I didn't have the subscription. I guess it's the second tier where it allows you to download. And I'm like, oh. fuck. <laughs> so I was like, do I throw down? And I'm like, no, you can watch during your time waiting in the airport with the Wi-Fi. And then you can do it after. And I'm like, yeah, I don't need it for a five-hour flight. I'm not going to spend this much. It's okay. So, uh, yeah, it was, yeah, I didn't do that instead, though. But if you could, if you did do it for Spy Family, I totally understand. It wouldn't have, la I, I would have been like, cool, I watched one episode and I spent yeah. $8. Dude, <laughs> so I love that last episode okay. of Spy Family. Episode four yeah. was so funny. <laughs> I guess. And the manga series, just letting you know. Yeah. Just, mm, they, they, they've not even introduced the final, like, character for the family, the family unit. Oh, I heard about and it. it is, like, the MVP. Chris, so when huh. Chris and Andreas were selling me on it, Chris was saying uh, how, which I will say, because I realized we talked about multiple Chris's on the show. Uh, our friend from school, Chris Schneider, uh, he <laughs> was talking, because James also has a brother named Chris. Oh, so yeah. It gets <laughs> confusing, but uh, he was like, oh, yeah, they have, like, all these characters and they do these things. And I'm like, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh okay and then i watched the first episode first episode i'm like i am actually completely sold and this child is you have to protect this child at all costs like Dude, goddamn my introduction to the spy family was so funny because i i had i just thought it was like they were all spies and like and like mm. the kid was like i don't know like a, a young recruit spy and she was just like i don't really understand what's going on but they're i'm doing what they're telling me and then as soon as they're like oh she's a telepath i'm like Oh, I did not understand what was going to go on with the show at all. Yeah, we'll we'll <laughs> talk about. They all have to keep their secrets separate. It's just so funny. Yeah, no, it's it's it. her, her facial expression. Last thing. Yeah. Last thing I'll say on it because like I know it's not where we're supposed to talk, but I cannot wait if we do. But I I do appreciate the intro and outro because it reminds me throwback to Cowboy Bebop. 
like that parallel. The very beginning. Like, so I keep getting the outro yeah, stuck in my beginning. head. I I'll just say this actually really really fast. So the intro I played throughout my entire time going through the New York subways. I just <laughs> looped it and was just playing the full version. And I'm just like walking and they're like, why is this man smiling in New York? I don't understand. And I'm like, it's not your city. Your city makes me frown too. But I'm just listening to this anime song. And then going to bed, I just kept listening to the ending because it's so just peaceful and nice. So it's very, yeah. 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 We'll talk about that. And probably like, I think the other show yes. going on that I'm watching right now, another now slice of life thanks a lot guys <laughs> is uh especially chris uh comey can't communicate so that'll be uh i've one. been seeing classic i need to try classic, that too yes. yeah i just definitely figure up. out sorry to definitely figure out james of which version you watch because i know like you're doing like sub versus dub and even on top of subs like i know like the netflix um subtitles is actually different from like oh like, uh, yeah country funimation because i know they like translate there's a lot of stuff going on for comey uh, can't communicate with like all the different like just a lot of like text, I guess, on screen is it per Netflix se. Netflix can't communicate so. either. Nah. <laughs> I have noticed. It's just different of just, yeah, keeping track of all the titles and all the text on the screen. I have noticed yeah. Crunchyroll seems so far a lot better at like actually translating everything on the screen, not just like what people are saying. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. it'll be a good time. But yeah, those awesome. will come when those shows eventually meet their finish of their seasons because they already look like multi. Well, actually, Nakomi's already in its second season. So, okay. Yeah. But yeah, we're here for Attack on Titan, Yashime, <laughs> and my Joseph Darling. So we'll get, we'll get started on those, starting with, of course, Attack on Titan, the final season, part two, longest fucking title yeah, of ever. Of three, maybe? <laughs> of three, of, of three. They said, they said part three. It was like, was it going to be a movie? No, it's, it's a whole fucking part. Uh, so what was it, like 12 episodes, James? It was 12 episodes. Uh, I can look it up real quick. I want to say, but... Uh, we're just going through by, like, I guess, portions of it, because there's no reason to really, like, each portion had an update with the character, uh, more or less. And for it, like, we, I guess, to put it in three parts, there was the initial battle that starts at the very beginning that they teased uh, in the previous uh, final season part. Um, there was that and the aftermath of it, where it, I want to say it took, like, five episodes to get through four or five episodes was just this battle and the rumbling which occurred within it and it was very very hard to shoot like you don't know how the hell to root for anything because you're like i like everyone now and everyone's trying to kill each other so you're kind of going um well i don't want him to die but he's fighting him and i don't want him to die so i don't really know what to do here I'll just I'll just watch and see who dies in this next portion. Uh, we had there were twelve episodes. It was twelve. Okay, cool. Uh, James, how did you feel seeing like everyone try to kill each other immediately? Like just like Reiner and Aaron? Because I personally I started realizing I'm like I think I like Reiner more. Like I feel so bad for Reiner because he's Reiner this, just gets he's just like I just want to die. Just let me die. <laughs> oh, poor baby. And yeah, he's like, a, he's I get a it because like you know he was taught his entire life that like oh the the island devils are like the the worst thing in the world. You have to protect the world from them. And then he gets there and it's like people, and yeah. you know, he still tries to carry out his mission. And it's just like it is torturing him. Just like yeah. having to live with what he's done and like what he knows is like people are still gonna try to do to the people of Paradise Island. Like. He is definitely one of the most compelling characters of the show currently. Very and much so. The look on his face when he was just trying, I guess on his Titan's face, when he was trying to save like Gabby from the wall, like crumbling was just like, 
literally all he was thinking about at that time which is like he's her like yeah that was pretty cool and he was willing to let himself die to like let falco just like be the human again was like i did not expect the other guy to just be like yeah i'm about dead anyway come get me yeah okay pico gal yeah he's just like "Ah, i saw my brother fucking kill himself Uh, and just like the the falco's brother just being like i'll never let you go i'm like oh no yeah the feels all the feels yeah Yeah, it does it does do a lot especially with they they just show a character that's just in a flashback and he like dies in this flashback and it turns out like he did all this stuff that orchestrates like reiner becoming a titan in the first place and all this stuff to save his brother brother realizes it gets basically lets himself die because of just knowing that but yeah it is definitely super interesting to see like how allegiances have flipped though throughout the show like now aaron is basically like the main bad guy yeah. like the there are some people on parody's island that are like we need to stop aaron and then there's a bunch of other people like um kill anyone that's not us yeah uh, oh god what's i keep forgetting the name of the guy that omni uh you're talking about uh which guy uh the one that's like basically the the most devout like jaegerist Oh, I keep forgetting. Oh, I'm forgetting his name right um, now. I just uh... the guy who's basically just like, yeah, Aaron is like the best. We have to make sure Aaron like survives and like does. Like he's basically like totally cool with just wiping out everyone else in the world. Uh, yeah. Oh man. Let's keep going. I'll find him. I'll yeah. Find him. Um, I don't know. It's just like super interesting to see. Like yeah, like people who used to be evil are now good. People who are used to be like mm-hmm. the main characters are now like the bad guys and. That can be really tricky to do. Uh, I'm forgetting the like there was another show that I watched at some point recently where like, oh, Game of Thrones. <laughs> Flock. His name was Flock. I don't yeah. know why I forgot his name, but yeah, Flock. Oh right, Flock. Flock oh. is the main Eucharist. And you feel bad because Flock is like the one guy that survived uh uh that full fucking march towards the Beast Titan in the yeah. last season. And he's just like, How am I alive? And now he's like the most devout in this sense, which is And now crazy. he's like, I can't die. <laughs> yeah uh but but yeah, yeah. uh no i was, I was kind of forgetting where i was going with that. okay just, i was like yeah i was like what's next no it's just very cool seeing like different like allegiances flipping so oh right uh, the just the it, the difficulty of making a villain right, like the main one of the main characters a villain is very hard to do we saw that with game of thrones where you could have made daenerys like a compelling villain if you had enough time to develop that, but if you chose to make enough time instead yeah. of fast tracking everything and making it go to shit very fast, yeah. But other story, yeah. Hold yeah. We, we've talked yeah. about this before. But somehow for game for uh, Attack on Titan, like Aaron becoming like a genocidal maniac is like. Not only does that kind of make sense, and the way they're doing it is super cool, and he's also again like like we talked about for uh, uh, Demon Slayer, he's not completely irredeemable because he's doing something definitively awful but the point is like if i don't do this all my friends and family are gonna die like they Mm -hmm. the outside world will wipe us out if i don't do this every everything i love will will be gone forever and i have with what little time i have left i'm gonna try to make a world for them to survive and that's honestly kind of an admirable thing to want it's just what he's yeah what he's doing to get it is you're just kind of like not well, exactly he, equal because <laughs> at first you know when they he captures his friends and then you're like okay they're no longer on the same side they get attacked by marley 
now his friends that weren't on his side are now on his side because they're like, well, I mean, we have better odds with him if he does the rumbling. Yeah. And because uh, they also know about uh, Zeke's plan to, uh, what was it? To, the sterilization plan. Yeah. Sterilization, no, he calls so. it the euthanization plan. But like, yeah, that but basically really they can't reproduce right. anymore. LDS <laughs> oh, will just so like die a off. Mass Effect kind of like, you know. Yeah, the genophage. Just genophage. like, let's just. Okay. His yeah. idea is like, hey, everyone's afraid of the Eldians like living on in, indefinitely or whatever. So what if we just don't have kids and the rest of us? Hopefully we'll get to live the rest of our life out in peace and then everyone else will go on without us. And like, our race will become extinct. And it was yeah. like, oh, like, I don't know if that makes a lot of sense, but yeah, no, it didn't. It was like, I don't know about this. I like the genocide plan more. I'm going to go with that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was it was interesting because they, they realized like, oh, is Aaron going to go along with this? And they're like, no, I think he will just do the rumbling and they'll just like kind of, you know, use it to protect us. And they think at least he'll just do a minor amount of killing. Yeah, just like a show of strength. Yeah, and instead he's just like, no, I'm, I'm just going to kill literally everyone that's not on this island. Anyone that's on this planet not on this island will fucking die. And you're just yeah. like, oh. Sucks for okay. all the Eldians in like concentration well camps outside in the, in the rest of the world who got that telepathic message and they're like, oh no, oh, they're coming for they're, us. The, the camps that are in Marley are very much like, akin to the Japanese internment camps mm -hmm. that we had mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. uh, that, that's like kind of the style they, they will do. Cause they, at least they don't, they don't, they're not like worked to die to death. Like it would be uh, with concentration, but uh, they do still do the fucked up shit of like, Hey, you guys are going to be Titans in our fucking parachutes when we send you down yeah. to just fight people. So you'll all just kind of die doing that, but have fun. Mm -hmm. um, otherwise the battle itself was insane. You had like, it, it took a while and you just see all these sides going through everything. And by the end of it, you know, it, Aaron gets there, albeit his head shot off and Zeke catches his head. How which does allows Gabby them always to get like, the best shots? She's just she's a child trained killer. So, you know, that's, that's, fair. that's how these <laughs> things happen. So <laughs> like I was so mad when that episode ended with his head getting cut off or like shot off. And I was like, what? No, how? what's going to happen? And he's like, it's, oh, he's not dead somehow. It's really funny because this is happening the same time as Demon Slayer Part 2. Mm. And where Demon Slayer has me literally on my edge, like on the edge of my seat every episode. I'm like banging my head against the wall knowing I have to wait six days because they're just torturing me with like just, you know, they're just stabbing and moving the knife around. But Attack on Titan, because I had made the choice of not caring anymore mm. to know what happens already. I had like some... I didn't know everything, but I knew some things of like, well, this is going to happen. And so when it ha like certain things happen, I'm like, all right, I guess I'll just wait for next week. And it's fine. Mm. I don't really, it's, mm. it's okay. Like I'm loving it, but I'm just not as like, I'm not tortured to wait a week. Emotionally like invested into it. Like I'm going to be living, breathing this, this storyline. Yeah. Yeah. Makes yeah. Sense. And, you know, seeing it occur and you know, they get to the, I don't know what you'd call it, James, that like realm where him and Zeke are with, uh, I think they called it Ymir. the Convergence or something. The Convergence? Okay. It's like this weird, like, alternate like, realm. Yeah, like, all Eldians are connected there somehow. I do love you're in the middle of a fight that's basically a full-on, like, war. And they're like, let's do an episode just retracing the history of Eldians. <laughs> I thought that was fascinating, though. It was. It was incredibly fascinating, especially, like, that fucking tree Yeah, oh, so thing. Ymir fell down a tree and found a weird jellyfish worm thing. And it made and it her latched a on her back <laughs> and turned into a, yeah, turned into a, the fucking most powerful being on the planet. Yeah. These things happen. It's normal. 
And uh, I guess now every Titan has one of those in them because I think that's what came out of Aaron's body. That's what came out of Aaron's brain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, you get that whole history, which is very interesting. Oh, God. And then, like, the, what you find out with the names of the walls where they came from were like Ymir's children that were forced to eat her when she died to gain power. Yeah. Pretty gross. A little bit. You know, it's a natural way to gain power. You know, it's, that's why your cats want to eat you all the time. Just okay. For you to die. Like, I want your power. Yeah. True story. Uh, yeah. The three daughters, each one is a wall. And you see, like, over time, it turns into the nine titans that are each with a power until, like, you know, one of them turn and help with Marley and they overthrow the king. And you find out the whole thing of, like, yeah, we'll make Eldians forget what they've done. And yeah. enough generations passed where it's like, you just, that's like saying if you went to Germany now and we're like, you're going to pay for what the Nazis did. And they're like, dude, I wasn't even alive. Like what? <laughs> so it's a, it's a whole thing where you see everyone hate, gives you the reason why everyone hates the Eldians. And none of them, not only are they were alive for it, they don't even know it happened. Mm -hmm. They're just like, we don't even know why these people are trying to kill us. And you know, eventually Aaron at least, like, does the thing where he betrays Zeke and even traverses time. Dude, that where... revelation that the Attack Titans can see memories of their previous and, like, their... They could see past, present, and future well. specifically from... Yeah, they... It's not like they could see everything. They could just see their previous hosts yeah. and future hosts. Mm -hmm. and... and apparently there's, like, a lot of foreshadowing that Aaron was, like, seeing these things for, like, a long time. And yeah. so it makes me want to go back and watch the rest of the show once it's all over to see, like, well, he, can I find those parts? He doesn't see it until he kisses Historia's hand. Yeah. And, and like, I remember that scene it. and just being like, what just happened? And now it's like, it makes a lot more sense. It's like, oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, it's it's quite depressing, honestly. When you think about what Heron's going through, you're just like, oh, this kind of sucks for you, man. Sorry. And that is the thing why when they make him the villain, they do a good job of it because they don't even really have him present for most of this season. Yeah. Like he's just in the background. So you don't really know what his motives are until mm -hmm. he just kind of, you have these specific episodes that focus on him and Zeke and you're like, oh, okay, I get it now. Like, I don't, bl I don't blame you. It's still a really fucked up thing to do, but at the same time, I get it. Yeah. Like, like they killed your mom. Kind of yeah. Don't yeah. just don't kill a guy's They're mom. Like, That's it. Like you won't have genocide. If you like I love mom. Like that one shot of like Aaron when he finally like rips his hands out of those shackles and like oh yeah hugs Ymir and it's just like you're not like a god you're not a slave you're a person like you have a choice and just like the look of like two thousand years of rage and like all those emotions that go along with being like forced to do what everyone else wants you to do for thousands of years is just like oh yeah no she's pissed she wants out. Yeah, like that was she, that was she a cool broke shot. her own curse, which was really interesting. And that's the whole thing, too. Ymir is an incredibly tragic. She was the most powerful being on the planet and was a slave the whole time. Mm -hmm. Well, being that powerful. And it, then like also insane. like right before that scene when uh, it might have been in a previous episode, but like when uh, Aaron and Zeke's dad, uh, Grisha, he like somehow sees Zeke in this like weird memory. And he's just like, I'm so sorry. Like. Wait, did we talk about this last time? Was that in the no. last part? That was, okay, no, yeah. that, was, that was in this part, yeah. Just like the look of like, you know. It was the, we had the flashback of when Zeke's story was told of like, right. like why he turned his parents in. Right. And it was just like the the look on Grisha's face of like, oh my God, what have I done? Like Aaron is 
a monster because he could see what Aaron's gonna do. Aaron's the one that tells him to kill like the royal oh, family. I forgot about that. It's just like yeah, Gre- he Grisha comes wasn't... from the future and goes, "You should like." It... Grisha wasn't gonna go through with it, and he's just like, "Remember when they ate your family, or when they, or when they ate your sister with dogs, or when they like sick a bunch sent... of dogs on your sister? They fucking killed your sister with dog. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, they did all this shit. And no, you gotta understand, like this dude with Zeke, he had a family with Zeke. It all gets fucked up. So he basically goes, oh, I get ch- I get chance number two with Aaron. Mm-hmm. So he has a better life with them. And Zeke's mm-hmm. like jealous the whole time. And it reveals like he regrets doing everything and like feels so horrible for Zeke. And Zeke is like, oh my God, dad, I missed you. And he's like, Aaron's going to fucking kill everyone. You have to stop him. And Zeke's like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> so because the whole time Zeke thinks Aaron is going along with his plan. And then Aaron goes, you really thought I was going to let everyone get sterilized? Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, no. Like, th- this isn't the way I'm going to do it. Dude, and and then yeah. even when, like, uh, Armin, like, when the um, when the rumbling starts and he's just like, oh, my God, Aaron is on our side. He's been on our side the whole time. He did unleash the, the wall titans. Wait, that's a lot more wall titans than he needs. Uh, you can oh, stop with oh, the wall no. titans, dude. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, like, so... Oh, wait, maybe Aaron is the bad guy. Oh, It's funny because the whole thing is, you have three walls worth of titans, mm-hmm. and you think he just needs one wall, and you just see all the walls going down, and you're like, "Oh, fuck. like this is a lot." And it's crazy; they're huge. Like the funny thing in their size, they are massive. And Armin is the colossal titan, literally called colossal. Mm-hmm. It is the biggest of those nine titans. Colossal titan is much smaller than the wall titans, and it just—it's scary in size. And not to mention the fact that the wall titans are that much bigger than the colossal titan. Aaron's founding titan form it like dwarfs them bigger than the the wall titans where they're just like let's say this is his giant rib bones coming out the wall titan is here and my hand is um, way above the camera and that's how far up aaron goes (laughs) still and you're just like big old bone snake (laughs) yeah literal bone snake it's just empty there's nothing there except like a giant thing of bones that are easily like there's nothing inside and then a head. I just find it just so funny. Angriest man but on the planet. He has a torso, but it's like hanging <laughs> with like the arms. Like with yeah, it. it's like really it's one it's really line a, of tendon holding his arms. Like it's so angles. awesome looking. It's disgustingly awesome. I love the shit out of it. Honestly, yeah, very creative. Uh, I'll give it that. Oh yeah, and we get that whole aftermath of it. Um, we you know we've seen multiple characters die through it, uh, including like Falco's brother. He chose not to leave him, but afterwards. Like, Marley's pretty much wiped out, and the remainder retreat to, like, warn the world, going, hey, the, the end of world's here, we couldn't stop it, so get ready. And only, I want to say, like, Peak and Magath are left from the Marley forces, and they're, like, hiding pretty out. Pretty much. I mean, even, which, like, I think, I can't remember who the two commanders that, en- that like, sacrificed themselves to blow up that ship at the end. One was Shadis? That, that was Keith Shadis, and then Magath. McGath was uh, right, the other, right, right. that was the Marley commander. Right, yeah. Yeah, which will, yeah, so I, that's what happens, like, in the aftermath is, like, oh, well, Zeke turned all of our, like, Zeke still fucked up the Eldians. He he, he screws them over, turns all of them into the Titans with his yell, because they drank that fucking bone wine, and uh, it sucks, too, because you see, like, the commander of, I want to say the, like, the Rose Guard, I forget what their name is, like, the Interior Guard, and oh, then, yeah. like, 
um, Commander Pixis and stuff, who's in charge of the garrison. Yeah, and like units. he knows what's happening. And he's just like, oh no. They're like, oh fuck, I'm, a, I'm turning into a Titan. This is the one thing we didn't want to have. Literally their worst thing. nightmare. The one yeah. Thing. It, it sucks too, Mo. We gotta understand, like, these guys all get, like, blackmailed, and they're like, hey, uh, we're gonna fuck you all up, and they're imprisoned by Zeke, and now they're having to help Zeke, and then Zeke goes, well, now I'm just gonna turn you all into Titans just to make it harder for everyone oh else. And once Aaron leaves, he leaves all these Titans everywhere, so now everyone's getting killed by their own fellow soldiers Oof. and eaten by them. And you're just like, oh my god! And they play like barricades, which is this amazing mm -hmm. song, amazing song. And uh, they only played it once before in the show, so like once it played again, you get all these like emotions. You're like, oh my fuck, they're playing this. Of course they are. Uh, yeah, because then you watch all the survivors basically kill off all of their comrades that returned, and it's like an emotional thing. Uh, and then afterwards, it's just like cleanup. You have Egress going in charge. And the crazy part is, like, you get the Ark of Connie, and Connie steals Falco, who uh, just yeah. turned into one of the nine. Dude, he went into some uh, dark places there. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to feed you to my mom, so then she won't be a Titan anymore. Uh, and, you know, we go through that. Armin does his thing. But it was very interesting seeing Connie, like, kind of pushed to his limit and then brought back going, like, I fucked up. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm just going to try to save the world. Like, that's all I want to do. And he's the one that... James, isn't he? Connie's the one that starts the like. We're gonna stop Aaron and save the world. It's him, pretty much. Yeah. He he basically is just like he knows, like the, what's going on is wrong. And he's just like I, I mean the look on of like complete emotional pain on his face when he and Armin are trying to like take the the boat at the docks, and he's like oh, he yeah. has to kill one of his old friends. And he's just like. Who aren't turned. These aren't turned Titans. These are just no, dudes that are so devout with Aaron's Yeah, they're just plan. actual Jaegerists. Yeah. And he's just like, I... We were in cadet school to together. <laughs> yeah. And he's just like, he looks so broken at that point. It was so sad. Yeah, because he just shoots them both in the face. And you're just like, oh my god, okay. And the lead up to that, like, you know, when they're first assembling, they, the whole thing is the show used to have humor. And then it was all taken out. It's just full on. Just everything sucks. It's a straight tragedy now. Yeah. They bring in one humorous part because, you know, they unbreak Annie's crystal. So Annie's back. And that was that. Yeah, that one. Funny that was part. the <laughs> best part is Armin, Connie. Um, they just like Falco and to uh, find yeah. her. they find her right next to them eating when they're about to eat and she's eating pie and she loves pie and she hasn't eaten pie in like mm -hmm. four years because she's been in a crystal frozen <laughs> time uh her face mm -hmm. like well, her face in the animation is just like she's she sees so them and like annie and she's like oh and, and it's the like, animation it's just her eating so and this is the girl that as the female titan was killing everybody and just always has like this emotionless mm -hmm. scary face and here she is Nervous as all hell, just like speed eating pie, and, and it's, it's so funny because Armin literally it's the is best like, part of the season. Yeah, if Aaron like undid all the hardening like everywhere, wouldn't Annie be around here somewhere? Just like uh, uh, oh, now that you mention me. it, <laughs> she saved my name. And they're all just like Annie. Hey, what are you doing? Yeah, and then Connie fucking laughs. He's like, "Oh, Annie's eating pie. This is hilarious." Yeah. But you know, they all join forces. Uh, they do like this whole escape and everything else. But um, the next really, I think the important part to really just talk about was the fact that like when they are all together, the fire scene 
when they're getting ready to move on to the next area and they all start like basically blaming each other for everything yeah to the point where uh uh john just like beats the shit out of reiner for killing uh what was it thomas i think like yeah. in the very first season in like the first few episodes i had like totally forgotten about that guy and they they go over that scene again it's like oh shit oh, yeah wow. they like literally just left him to die yeah there was, this dude finds out that they're the titans and they're like oh oh well we can't leave you alive now sorry man we all like you too that's the worst part and I, he's the reason gene becomes gene like before that he was like a piece of shit rich kid yeah and he's every single morality choice he makes is because he's like i can't disappoint this guy that died and uh reiner just lets him he's like hey i, I killed this guy it was my fault and he doesn't even try to fight him he lets him beat the shit out of him because he hates his own life that much that he's like i just i really just actually want to die i, mean, I yeah. can't take this anymore <laughs> so it was it was something but you know yeah we get to that whole dock area and yeah connie goes through all of that armin goes through all of that watching like they have to kill their own friends to the point where like, he you, was really hoping for a bloodless uh yeah battle they just want to trick them get the fuck out in this special like airship that can get them to Aaron mm -hmm. as fast as possible and the crazy thing too is everything gets insane with that fight. You have like different types of fighting going on. You have like, uh, uh, you have Annie and Reiner as the, like the female and armored Titans fighting them. And you're like, it's the, it's weird. Cause you're rooting. It's the first time you're rooting for Titans to kill. Uh, I guess like Eldians, which is so strange. Uh, Cause before they were always the villains more or less. And yeah. you're just like, this is so weird that it's like flip the switch. And then you have like, you have them doing that. You have Mikasa just going with her, uh, the Titan swords, like the gear, you kill Titans. And she's just literally, like literally slashing people. open all of the Yeager. She's just killing them. And then you have Jean with a rifle. So you have different types of combat going on too. That's what was so interesting about it. And like, you see them even like scared of fighting Mikasa. Cause they're like, oh, she's literally the one that kills everybody. And now I have to fight her. And they're just so scared. Because they're also just like, we. she's probably saved them multiple times before in the past, too, which is another hard part. And she's just literally covered in their blood at a certain point. Um, but, you know, through it, Falco finally does his first transformation and goes fully feral. Yeah, his, his first transformation. His jaw titan's super weird looking. It's like a bird. It's like a raptor. It's like a old, it's like the bird-like raptors that they described mm. were dinosaurs. Well, it's definitely it's like kind of like his style. Bird-like. It's just really weird that it, I mean, granted, all the other Jaw Titans, except for um, Ymir, looked like they were wearing a mask, but he really, like, you could see, like, a human jaw well, underneath his jaw. It's super weird It's looking. like, Ymir was like a goblin. It was just a, yeah. a fucking giant goblin running around. And then uh, Galliard, I feel like he just had, like, it was just a skull. Like, his Jaw Titan was so powerful, he knew how to utilize it better than Ymir. Yeah. So he had, like, the strongest teeth, and then Falco was just, like, a bird. Um, which just because this is like a beak almost, um, oh, yeah, it's very interesting. So it's like each one looks completely different, uh, which is kind of shocking too. But uh, you do get that point with Flock where he sees them getting on that ship and he's like, if they get on that ship, they're gonna try to stop Aaron and I have to stop them. And you're like, yo, Flock was a recruit during that, um, the fucking charge when they all died and he survived. and he was the one dude that like has been through all this stuff besides like the main crew of uh characters we've had this whole time and just watching him trying to get to the ship where he 
somehow outmaneuvers like Hanji, the commander. He Dude, outmaneuvers yeah. Peak, the Titan. He outmaneuvers everyone, dodging shots, fighting them like sword to sword in the air. That whole getting sequence past is them. nuts. Yeah, and you're like, oh my god, Flock is actually like you're angry at Flock for being a xenophobic bastard, but also you're like, yo, you kind of, I, I. I I'm kind of rooting for him. Yeah, dude, I love this. How, like, how good he's like doing this. He's literally just like, if I can just get this one shot to hit this boat, we're fine. I win. Everything's good. And then Gabby gets the best shot again. Gabby, sniper Gabby, child soldier Gabby is just like, <laughs> and then just shoots him in the shoulder, which I bet he's hidden somewhere on that ship. Oh, uh, yeah. Because he falls in the water and you don't see him. After. Yeah, I don't think he's dead. He's that guy is like dead. unkillable at this point. Yeah. I think he'll survive too. I don't. I have a weird feeling that Flock will survive, and especially like uh, going past that too. Like everyone's really like th that whole fight is depressing because everyone's killing their friends, and when they mm -hmm. get out, you see uh, you see Megath and uh, Shadis go and blow themselves up on a ship, and the whole thing. Shadis is the guy that trains all the characters. He's the one that teaches them how to use their gear okay. and stuff when they're cadets. And, like, he gets beat up when they okay. do, like, this whole revolution. And he mm -hmm. saves all the cadets that beat the shit out of him because he's like, I let you beat the shit out of me. I didn't want you guys to get killed by these new, like, revolutionaries. And uh, mm -hmm. he ends up in, like, when they're killing all the their friends that turn into titans, he leads one of the charges there. Survives the whole time. Sees that they're working with, like, seeing Annie, the female titan that killed all their people. And she's working with, like, all of his cadets together. And he's like, I am actually moved. I'm gonna go help them. They have a they have a reinforcement of Egerist on a train, and he just single handedly blows up the train and is like, no more reinforcements <laughs> for you. But he they don't even the whole time they have no idea he's there helping them, and no one knows he's doing this. Oh. And he literally is the one that allowed them to get out. If without him, they would not have won that fight. They would have lost immediately. And he oh, wow. kills himself by blowing up the one ship that could probably chase them along with Megath. And you're just like, dude no one will ever know what he did huh. and it's kind of like it's he didn't even care too he's just like you know as long as they get it that's all that matters i don't really yeah, care literally both of them were like well this is a pretty good way to die anyway they, they were like <laughs> i'm old and i'm looking for a good way to die yeah like everyone else is dying horribly and they're just like literally they have probably the nicest death yeah i mean because they like they, the they're incredibly skilled they're both commanders so it's like yeah. we get how they've survived this long mm -hmm. um but yeah we and then we the last thing is really the flashback episode where you see them first leave the island for the first time under disguise and they just wanted to see the other world of like marley and stuff and you get sasha who died in the beginning of the first part of the final season and just seeing everyone happy again for the first like since the season's no you never see them happy when the season starts uh in the yeah. first part it was so funny seeing levy like approached by that clown going like do you want a balloon little boy oh yeah he's like, like literally the most badass character because he's like somewhat short oh, a giant clown man is like hey little boy you want a lollipop and he's like what the actual yeah. why is there a clown behind me it's like the look of like levy's like i'm gonna kill this guy <laughs> if no one or was they, around i would they fucking see that. the a car for the first time and they're like oh hi car and they're like oh he's like we should go stop them they're probably gonna try to feed it carrots or something and they're like yo they're not it's a car why would they try oh my god they're buying carrots like yeah. <laughs> they don't know what a fucking car is <laughs> oh god it was so good but you see Aaron happy and 
Like he's actually doing stuff and you get that question with him in the casa and it's like, Hey, what am I to you? And it, she could have probably stopped the entire rumbling or at least like a portion of it where you stop genocide. If she just said, Oh, I love you. But instead she's like, Oh, you're just like family yeah, to me. And family. She's too nervous. <laughs> yeah. Which she legitimately loves the shit out of him. Like this is the man she wants, but for she, she was just too nervous and didn't realize, Oh, this is mm-hmm. literally a world. This is a world Train decision. Point. You were literally yeah. your answer will decide what yeah. happens to the world. <laughs> so mm. it, was, it was a crazy thing, and it, it's such a heartfelt, good episode that they do this, especially in it's the last episode, and then they end it with like, "Hey, Aaron and his Wall Titans reach Marley. All they have to do is swim under the this this entire united world fleet that has never been assembled before, where everyone is now on the same side." Take out some of the time, which I'm shocked. They actually take out some of the wall titans when they fire all like the the cannons at them. Wall titans just swim under. The heat from the ship incinerates everyone. Doesn't even have to touch them. They just get inserted by the proximity of the wall titans heat. Oh wow, yep. it's yeah. insane. It it does a really good job of showing like, oh, there is no stopping this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like, you, you really mm-hmm. thought. You and thought. then like, <laughs> dude, the people on the shore like see that happen. They're like, they fire like one volley, oh. and then they're like, let's. <laughs> leave it's just like everyone just like is like oh we need to run yeah (laughs) that is the only impulse that is going through my head is just run but yeah it it's a it's a crazy time you see all that happen and you kind of get you pretty much get everything you're like i get why everyone has a good motive and you can't really blame anyone for it because of their tragic backgrounds and what happened to lead up to it like even when you're committing genocide you're like i mean I get why. Like, literally, the whole world hates them already, and they killed his mom, and they did all this shit to them, and have constantly made them suffer. So, I, I mean, I don't, I don't blame him for what he's doing, even though it is horribly wrong. But it was like, I get it. I get where you're coming from. But yeah, it was it was insane. And what was interesting was the final episode was apparently the name of the final manga chapter, and that's oh, why that's everyone cool. was confused. They're oh, like, weird. This is the name of the final manga mm. chapter. Why is this not the hmm. like? what's going on is there a movie coming after yeah like what's, what's up three and then yeah. like that day mm-hmm. later or something they're like part three and it's like an image of pretty much the surviving members of the group and they're like you know we're it's i guess it's eight to twelve episodes of stopping the rumbling and uh the big thing is people are wondering if the ending is going to be different in the anime than in the manga i'm not going to say what happens in the manga i do know what happens but uh, for a lot of people, it was somewhat dissatisfying, apparently. So I'm very. How many how many chapters was like the total runtime of the entire series? I want to say 130 like, what something. Did they end on? It was like in the 130s. Okay. Uh, it was and it was an odd number. Okay. It wasn't like a even one. It was just like a random assortment mm-hmm. in there, uh, I think. And the way it ends, like it, it, yeah, like I said, some people are dissatisfied with it, and there's been a lot of talk of will it be. Um, Will it be a different ending? Will the because it's the same creator doing it. Uh, I think it's I forget what his name is, but uh, they, he might change it, or that's what everyone thinks he might do, because they wanted to potentially even I don't know. There's talk of like there could be something that comes after, and you you don't really know if that's actually a thing or not, especially in like at this time there's Boruto, so who knows? So and Yashihime, okay. um, but yeah, it, it was good. Otherwise, uh, besides the story, like, and the characters and everything that happens to them, like, the animation is insane. Mm -hmm. Uh, MAPPA does so good 
with the combat because it's a lot different. You know, we were praising Demon Slayer because of just how beautiful everything looks, especially when they're doing their fights. You know, it's all these, you see multiple layers of animation with their, their uh, all the different, like the fire, the water, all that stuff. But for this, it's a lot different because there's none of that. It's just them flying through the air at insane speeds with ODM, uh, the 3D maneuver gear. And they're just going through fighting each other. The Titans are going through and just the detail with everything going on at their speed of doing things and like their movements of when they're killing each other is just so well fucking done. It's crazy. So it's, it's really something the way they pulled that off, but part three, like, God, I, I hope it's, they said 2023 and we're at more or less. We were, when that happened, we were at the start of the year still, it was like first three months of the year and you're like, Oh wow. So that's actually a year away to get these other 12 episodes <laughs> that they've been fucking with, like, is fucking with us this whole time. Just like, is this the final season? No, the final season is just so massive. It's it's like when they do the final movie of a series and they're like, it's part one and part two. But this one, they're like, we're going to do three parts and each one's like a year apart. And it's insane. I don't know. Um, it would be cool when you get it, but it's just funny how it's come to this and you know originally we had that gap between season one and two where it was like five or six years or something it was such a long gap in that time that i guess this feels short in comparison but it's still like crazy how long it's taken for just more or less technically four seasons to come out of this show and probably over 10 years to do it so it really does say something um last thing for it before we move on to another so uh james the intro and outro to this like the intro the rumbling and the outro i can't remember the outro's name but it's like a very beautiful uh song for it but uh the intro is like the first intro to an anime where i realized like they're talking about the main characters like it's just him talking about like how he feels before the rumbling yeah like it's it's basically like aaron screaming his rage in like death metal (laughs) yeah and he's like you know i never wanted to be the king i never like i I never wanted to be in charge i didn't want any of this Mm -hmm. i i didn't want to make you hold in like he's talking to mikasa when they're kids like she literally kills a guy because he broke in like she they killed her parents and he gives her the knife to do it and he's like i never wanted to do that like all these different things uh Mm -hmm. and he's like you know if i have to destroy everything to protect all of you i will and you listening to it all you it helps understand especially before the rumbling like right when the show first this season starts if you really listen to that you get it very quickly but a lot of people don't and you don't get it until the rumbling and you're like oh my god you look back at it and you just start listening and you're like it really made me think i'm like we're all anime intros like this and i never realized it this entire time which I don't think it is. I don't think a lot of them are. It's just this one is very unique. I could be wrong, but I don't know if there's if a bunch of others are like that or not. I mean, there will always be foreshadowing like elements, obviously, in an intro and outro. But to your point of what you just described, I don't think to to that degree, especially with the final season. Okay. Um, but I can't. I can't say for sure. Cause I don't know if I actually watched it yet. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Otherwise, uh, the other song, I honestly can't say it in Japanese, so I'm, not, I'm just not going to try. I think it's uh, A Child of Evil in English, uh, I think. Mm. But it's very much like another side of it where it's just showing Aaron as a kid 
and you feel a lot for him because you see like everything's dark everything's fucked up and by the end it's like light and happiness and flowers and all this shit and it makes you kind of think like oh what direction is this show going is it like just kind of him leading up to his eventual salvation of what the world could look like if things go the way maybe he's planning or something else but you you just feel like you just feel like the kid just never got a break like Reiner has a fucked up life and I think the only one that has just a fucked up life is just Aaron because Aaron is like at least Reiner didn't lose his family as much like Aaron yeah. literally watched his mother get eaten in front of him watched his whole like country. by his uh well, I guess his dad's previous wife <laughs> yep that was yeah the, the most poetic shit his wife is his dad's first wife Zeke's mom his technical would be half mother yeah. I guess or whatever stepmother would be like I guess half mother yeah uh, she got turned into a titan, so she doesn't know. She, you know, she doesn't have control of anything. But it's so insanely poetic that it's like Just oh, the, the odds mom, of that happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's so fucking insane. And you also feel bad thinking about it too, because all those other he orders those other titans to tear her up, so she gets destroyed immediately. Oh god, that was crazy. But yeah, um, very interesting intros and outros that I've never seen before. That like really just talk about a character's like in like just inner thoughts and tragedies and just his, what he's believing will happen or will do and how far he's willing to go and regrets and everything else. So really good job there. Um, but yeah, that was attack on Titan, uh, final season, part two, AKA final season, final season. Um, yeah, God, oh, it was good though. It was really great. Uh, but the other show, Momo, this is where you and I come in here. Yashihime, which was two seasons, and I think Inuyasha was, what, six or seven? Uh, well, yeah, plus the final act stuff, yeah. I think final act was and seven. And four movies. So, oh, yeah, yeah that's true. Crazy. That's a lot more. Holy but shit. that's, like, different plot. That, that does not correlate to the plot yeah. whatsoever. So. That is true. Uh, but, you know, this is a sequel show to it, which I almost feel like was influenced maybe by them bringing back Naruto with Boruto and stuff. I don't know if that's correct or mm -hmm. not, or they had this planned forever. Because the gap in time was over a, over a decade. Like, it's been a long time since Inuyasha finished up. And, you know, bringing this in where, oh, hey, it's all the it's the all the main characters. Yeah, they're they have kids now. And this is the story of the kids. And you don't know where all the main characters are anymore because they're like scattered in different directions or trapped in fucking pearls and shit. You know, these things happen. But uh how did you feel with a show like this coming so long after the original? I think they're definitely playing off of nostalgia. Like, I know that's the big, you know, hype word for the past, like, five years plus is, like, you know, throwback, essentially. What I think is unique about Inuyasha, I could be wrong, but what I think is unique is that with, with like, Naruto and Boruto series, they're the manga with, with Baruto. So, like, people can follow along. It's this whole thing. Where, I could be wrong, but I feel like for Inuyasha, for Yashahime specifically, there is no manga. So, it's very unique where it truly oh. is. Yeah, interesting. Just, like, yeah. a, yeah, oh, oh yeah. That, so, it's really unique where, like, you couldn't, it's it's completely just within its own mind of, okay, this is a new series. We're basing off the old school stuff. But I do find it unfortunate where, Maybe I'm just biased. Um, again, I haven't. I'm not up to date with Boruto by any means, but at least so I watched a few seasons, and I feel like with that one, it's I feel like standalone enough, or they explain the world enough, where it could be in theory a standalone thing. We're like, yeah, it's just Boruto's dad, what have you. Where I feel like for Yashahime, 
Um, yes, they do awesome with all, with all the subtitles or all like the, the titles of the people that come in. Yeah. But uh, in my biased opinion, I feel like unlike say, yeah, Boruto, even like something, something like Witcher or like even Game of Thrones where they build up the world so much. So you, as a newcomer, it doesn't, you know, like you can just go into it. I feel like in order to get that additional emotional depth of these characters, I feel you kind of have to at least understand the Inuyasha series um, in order to watch Yashihime, just with the whole like time travel thing. Like, oh, like yeah. why is the mom was from the modern world, but then now she's like somewhere else? Like, like that, that kind of dichotomy um, of just like the difference between the modern and the post, like why was she on Jewel? Like stuff like that. Um, I do love it though, but yeah, I do feel it's unfortunate where a lot of viewers may not get into it just because there is that gap. I feel like they really did it for the nostalgia than like yeah. story, if that makes sense. Like, no, it does. Cause I mean, like there, there's the things with like the well and stuff have mm -hmm. so much complications to it that if mm -hmm. you did, yeah, you wouldn't understand at all where it's like, I guess, yeah, previous worlds, they're already established. There, there's nothing that's like out of hand where you're like, what the fuck is happening? So mm -hmm. Uh, I can't. I God, I can't even imagine if I watched Yashihime without watching any show. Did they not like, explain like, this at all? Like, because I, I, I vaguely yeah. remember it from when I used to read Inuyasha. Minorly, like, whole, very minor. Like, the reason why there's two timelines. And stuff. Some great question. I think it's like they explain it for little flashbacks. If anything, it's relating to like a flashback of like the specific like villain of the episode of mm. you know, or they say like your dad, you know, beat me up, so I'm gonna take revenge. Basically, the whole like running thing is. Oh, you're you're the so and so's daughter or son. I'm I'm gonna get my my revenge essentially, mm, okay. um, which is like fine. But again, like as like a basic viewer, I probably would view it as like a unfortunately like a four or five. Like, I love it. I'm biased, like mm. obviously biased towards Inuyasha. I love that series. My dog, his name is Koga, from a character from <laughs> Inuyasha. Very biased. Mm. But that being said, I think just as a viewer, if you didn't know that history for Yashahime. I would I, I would rate Yashihime probably it's a blank statement probably a four or five out of ten but if you know it it has a background from Niyasha then obviously yeah like a six or a seven it's just if you have that background information yeah so mm. you're you're pretty much like they really are like I'm enjoying it sheerly out of nostalgia sheerly out yeah, of like oh I I remember this yeah and it works it works very well if you've done that it, it, it does feel like it is like basically made for only the people that watched Niyasha if you never watched it then you're literally like, why am I, why am I watching this one? That's fair. But I mean, now yeah. I think about it, but then you have series like uh, Fate Night, which is like, what? <laughs> so like, you know, you have, you have series like that, right? Where it's the Fate Night series where it's so many different iterations and like so many, like even the Gundam stuff, like mm. so many different series seasons where I guess you could go in blind and just have fun and have a, a great ride as is. And of course, we know like the other series, the other correlations. Yes, you'll have a deeper meaning to it. So I guess if you think about it that way, it's not too bad. Like it's not too much of an outlier if you compare it to, yeah, just like, you know, yeah, just like the Fate series and Gundam and like things of that nature where they're connected, mm -hmm. but not really. But yeah, so. Okay, yeah. Although I, for me, pretty much more or less like the same. Just uh, I was just, it, it's been such a time where I stopped. Like Inuyasha was my very first anime. I think that's why it connected with me so much. And I, you know, after it was done, I never really thought about it too much after that. It was just kind of like, all right, cool. And then we met and then you were like, oh yeah, I love Inuyash. And I'm like, oh shit, someone else likes Inuyash. I didn't know people existed. <laughs> like I've never yeah, heard of anyone yeah, like Yeah, for, for Jake's for context, our friend in, in joking form, Roman, he's like, oh, that series. Which again, it's like, you know, 
Is it, is it the best series of all time? No, not by any no. means. Is it nostalgic? Yeah, it was on Toonami, Adult Swim as a kid. Yeah, I mean, mm. it is where it is. <laughs> I will say, God, there's nothing better than matching Inuyasha's vocals in both the the anime and, or like the English and uh, the sub and dub where he's just like, you know, English, he's like, Kagome! And then like the sub, he's like, Kagome! And you're like, fuck. It's great. It's so fucking funny. Uh, but yeah, now we, you know, we get to this world and it's like, yo, remember Inuyasha's big brother, Shishomaru, the coolest guy around? Yeah, he has like yeah. two daughters now. <laughs> and, you know, Inuyasha, yeah, he has one daughter now. And Sango and Moroku, they have a fuck ton of kids now because <laughs> they have like <laughs> two daughters and a son. And daughters are evil, potentially, sometimes. Interesting. <laughs> They're just they they're just funny. They like to the pick on their brother and also mm-hmm. like uh, just fuck with squirrels and stuff, uh, and just like throw them around. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, <laughs> I think. Yeah, I think what's very interesting is I know there's always hot debate around the two characters because the fact that Shoshomaru did have a romance interest in his ward, aka like a child. Like, so I know there's there is always that whole like controversy around that of like, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why why is this you know demon lord that's like 600 plus years old? Like, why is he having a child with this or having children with this child essentially and they try they try like age them up a bit but i know there's like controversy with that yeah she she gets you're like she i got older and then i had the kids so there's you're like hey uh yeah oh um yeah oh man i don't you know hey anime (laughs) so yeah I, yeah, I honestly, that's the one thing where I've always been like, if someone asked, I'd be like, yo, do you see that over there? And then they look back and I'm like, gone. And I'm like, don't make me answer. I don't, I don't, I don't know how to talk about this, man. I really don't. It's it's too much. Uh, but it, it's funny too. Like, you know, it's like, well, it's, the deed has been done and he has two kids. Deal with it. And you're like, all right, I'm going to watch these two kids go on adventures now, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it works. Uh, the Plus the the fact that you see these three girls and they, I guess two of them are very much like, oh, these are like their dads. Like Mm -hmm. you have Moroa and she is literally, if you saw Inuyasha as a girl. Yeah. Boom. Right. They've done it. It's Inuyasha Hmm. as a girl. It's like this girl in the red barefoot running around with the little fangs and shit. And she's like, oh, she's very much just like, I love money because I'm a student in debt. debt. <laughs> like, she's, she's she's this college debt student, more or less, and she's a bounty hunter because of it. And uh. then you have uh, so, so Shomaru's daughters, which uh, Toa is the one that gets somehow trapped. She gets trapped in like the real, the, the future. Uh, modern day. Yeah. Uh, ironically enough, with with uh, Kagome's uh, brother. Mm-hmm. Which I appreciate uh, that. Brother. I think that's kind of cool to expand, that was fantastic. On, to expand that was on his so character and everything. Yeah. Seeing like him and his wife and their daughter and she basically gets accepted by him and all of them and whatnot. And it's it's so good seeing like how she grew up and stuff because she's just like super cool student that's a badass, beats up all the boys and like all the girls think she's like the coolest kid. And she wears pants instead of a skirt. And you're like, whoa! <laughs> but uh, you have her, and her only, like, Sashomaru thing is the hair. Like, they have the same hair, more or less. Except hers is just, like, like it's like the tomboy cut. And you have... Uh, I just forgot her name. Holy, S- Senua, right? Setsuna, yeah. Setsuna, shit. God, I fucked up. Uh she is very much just like, oh, this is, she's got the Sashomaru cool, the way she talks, 
her stances and stuff and she has like still like the full on like um the fur like portions the boa, on her. yeah the mamoke yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yes i didn't know those had names don't uh, worry about it <laughs> But yeah, she's got like the his basically his uh costume style more or less mm-hmm. just blue instead of white, and she even has like a, I forget what her s- weapon's called. Um, I don't even know what this weapon. It's like it's like a spear. Shit. I forgot. Yeah, I forgot the the formal terminology. What, it's like a spear sword. Yeah. What I think what, what I find it interesting about um Setsuno's kind of personality is that you think it's based off of like which is based off of her hardship. She had to figure shit out. You know, when she was younger, she got thrown into, uh, just yeah, just like life as a half demon. Um, but I thought it was interesting where, like, half of her personality trait came from her losing her memories. So I thought it was very interesting. Yes. I know that I definitely personally had to adjust her new personality once she got her memories back. Because, you know, she was definitely more caring, more, uh, just emotionally there. And I, th- I guess I was just definitely, like, how to adjust for that. Because, you know, she's been so cold and collected, just like her father. Um, and she just been like kind of a 180 as soon as she get her memories back. So I know for me as a viewer, I definitely yeah. had to like process like, okay, she's going through some stuff. She's processing her own, you know, internal battle here. And then this is who she is now with both, you know, having now feeling complete now, which I thought was interesting. Very much so. And like, she pretty much like, what was her outlet? The violin? Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she had that like to, I guess, more or less express herself when she wasn't in her, like when she was still in her, like, uh, more memory uh depressed state and whatnot but yeah no they had her and then they they both had red streaks Mm -hmm. in their hair right i think yeah so that was visible uh but yeah them uh moroku and sango had twin daughters who one was like moroku where she's becoming a priestess like him and the other what did the other do? I forget. I think she worked on making like like weapons. I think, but she was but she okay, was she yeah. was chilling in the village more. Where like her other sister was just traveling. The other twin was kind of just traveling. Okay, and then their son, uh, he was the one that took after Sango. Mm-hmm. So he's like demon hunter, and then uh, Sango's younger brother was it Kohaku? Mm-hmm. I think. Yep. Yeah, he he's like. And she's in charge of the Demon Slayer clan and stuff, and that was fucking dope. And they you know they got the same outfits as her. And uh, they have the same, like, more or less some of the, like, the, the chain, mm-hmm. th- those chain, like, blade weapons that were hella cool. Uh, but uh, her son is the one that gets, like, the boomer. I forget what was it called. Krakos. It, it wasn't a boomerang, but yeah, Krakos. And she, dude, when she gets the black one, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, really in badass. the second season. That was really dope. Um, but, you know, through this whole show, you're like, where are all my favorite characters from the last mm-hmm. show? And you're enjoying these new characters. You are. But you're just, like because they know you want to see them they're just like teasing giving small little flashbacks and stuff and you're just like what is going on it's like oh maroku's doing 1000 year training and he's got long ass hair sango's just doing her thing inuyasha and kagome are trapped in a pearl and rin's a tree and, yeah. and, you're, and you're just like it's in a tree what what and Kaede's like, I'm somehow so alive. Like, her and then Kagome's grandfather. Like, literally, my question somehow. is, why are you still alive? Like, actually, why are you still alive? Like, who who did this? Who gave you the fucking fountain of youth? But yeah, and uh, you don't get Shippo until like the very end, really. No, I did appreciate like, their fan in, service like, though, where he was transformed into an adult version briefly as like a joke. So I did appreciate him. They're like fan servicing oh, yeah, us until great. he went to his regular form. But no, I thought it was very interesting. I think it was purposeful, obviously, of who they introduced. And I did appreciate 
they definitely expanded on certain characters. Like I know, for instance, Moroku, which showcased in the original series at the end of what he would do now what, when the wind tunnel was gone. Because the wind tunnel for his character yeah. derived from the villain, uh, from the pre, you know, from Inuyasha when he was done. Yeah, Naraku. Yeah, yeah. Naraku. Uh, and his wind tunnel, when he's dead, well, he doesn't have it anymore. The curse is broken. Yay, he's free. He can have kids. But then it's like, well, that's, that's his whole identity. So I know it's interesting to me that it kind of carried over from Inuyasha to here of this is what he's doing. This is what he's working on. Um, so I did appreciate that. And like to me, yeah, it's like the human characters first. They introduce Kohaku, flesh out his backstory more. And they just kind of flesh out, like, I guess the side characters, per se. And then they get to, obviously, the big ones, which is, you know, like, Shippo and, you know, uh, Kagome and Yasha, stuff like that. Yeah. And I, I did like that, what was it? He did a thousand day mm-hmm. training. Was that mm-hmm. what it was? Yeah, because it's just like, hey, my superpower was open my hand and suck things into it. And you're like, okay. And every now and again, you know, some poison gets in there and it feels like shit. But, you know, that's what I can do. <laughs> so... It was cool seeing him, like, just raggedy. And at first you feel like, dude, did you, like, fuck up somewhere? And that's why you're here? And it's like, oh, no, no, he's actually just honing everything. And Sango's okay with it. And you're like, oh, okay, all right. So, sure, because, you know, he's Moroku. So, was there, you never know. I guess I have to ask him. you, was there any characters you didn't see that you wish you saw? Like, I like I did, like, the one, I think her name was Shira or Shino, where the, the half-back demon was you the barrier. And that's how, you know, um, Setsuna, like, was saved as a kid, like she got with her. So were there any characters, I guess, that like you wish you saw more of or anything like that? I wish I did see her more. Uh, I was shocked we didn't see the Wolf Clan at all, besides like uh, Moroa's, like, yeah. I guess, teacher. Like the fact, yeah, I know, I bet you off. were like, yo, where the fuck is Koga? Like I was I like, know. yo, where's Koga and the Wolf Clan? Or at least like, like Koga's like kid or something, which yeah. could have been like, like a little tater tot, but like, yeah. you know. That would have been like his. It was him and his like princess wolf bride. I forget what. Ayame. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we don't see them. Um, I'm trying to. What are there other characters that we never saw from the original series? I guess more of um, Sashomaru's mom would have been interesting too. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So that would have been kind of cool. And no yeah that's that's pretty much it i don't think there's anyone else i could think of unless it was people i just forgot and i just don't remember from the original series but otherwise like i think it was more so that i thought the show would go on longer so when we finally you know it takes so long for maroa to get uniyasha and kagome back that Mm -hmm. you're like oh cool so we could finally see like adventures with them and it's like the show's over and i'm like fuck (laughs) <laughs> so um i think that was the biggest thing because you know they they do give you all the side characters first and then eventually you're like hey remember the protagonist from the last show they are literally going to be like the last ones you're going to get at mm-hmm. like near the pr- pretty much near the end and that was like the whole like god damn they really pulled like they, they really did it you didn't think they were going to do it but they did it and i was glad too i wasn't sure like i always feel like if they do a sequel series or something there is always a chance they're like, yo, we're going to kill off some of the old cast. And yeah. this one, they don't, which was nice. Because I was mm-hmm. worried. I, I honestly thought if they were, it would probably either be Sashomaru or Inuyasha. Like, it was one of those two I thought that would go, potentially. Especially with Sashomaru, they were like, yo, we're going to kill him, like, three times, it feels like. Where he's just, like, shadow dead man and stuff. And you're like, ooh, y'all actually going to do that, though? And, you know, they didn't, but... Yeah. That's fair. 
That's fair. Do, I were think there the one thing. I think what, yeah, I think the show could have gone longer, which I know could have been a success or fail, right? Because it is just a nostalgia trip, unless you're really just world building more and more. Yeah. Um, which, they, which they could have done that, you know, when they kept saying, like, oh, yeah, we have a thing, like, out east. I'm like, are they going to China? Like, where are they going? Like, oh, they're just going to the east coast. Like, but they kept saying, like, yeah, it's really far away. Or me doing some demon slaying stuff, which to me, it's like, cool, a new chapter of, like, them going to other countries or just, you know, like, them as as a team exploring more stuff for themselves i think what i thought would be interesting besides yeah like koga and everyone kind of cool more a nostalgic trip um to me that i think would be interesting would have done was to show more of the culture that is the dog demon clan only because like so we saw setsuna like she disappeared but then she came back with like the boa which kind of shows like her trial that she did but you never yeah. really explained like what that was and like you know what that means and of course Sherman was you know being a father he's trying to make sure that his both his girls toughen up and survive on their own yes we get that that was the whole point of that whole like lack of fathership essentially but I just wish that besides the mom and like her thing yeah I just wish there was just more history and just kind of more background of like the Shimmer does he even have like I know he's his lands he's the western lord but like does he actually have like a castle or like what is that culturally the heritage of you know the having daughters now of like the being heirs now to the western lands formally yeah. what does that look like for them and yeah i think it just to me like probably more of like trials and tribulations of dog demons and like how do you get the boa can you tell i get the boa you know it's like what does that mean for them um I d for the indian I definitely clan feel like yeah it, it definitely feels like the show is way too short in terms mm -hmm. of that because they it lacks a lot it, it felt very much like it was uh it was just light like mm -hmm. it's a light version of what it it could have been and that that is actually pretty disappointing when you do think about it because you do go like you know i want more depth with these new characters i want more of the old characters more or less and yeah it's like yeah what's uh fucking uh kieran mario fucking died and the whole eastern side has no lord now so and his whole line is gone mm -hmm. what happens now with that mm -hmm. so it, it there is yeah there's a lot of fucking questions there and uh i guess like going into the next thing like how do you feel do you feel like this new set of characters measure up to the old like old cast uh do, no. they, do they like stand up only well only because lack of diversity because we know yeah. we know toa has like a saving hero complex um which is fine because because you know she loves setsuna so she's scarred by that as a kid so i feel like it's a it's a little one note um I think just because of how small their crew is, because three of them plus I forgot what the name is of the rec and also like the raccoon. So it's kind of like yeah. who their crew is. Of course, you have like Kohaku and the Demon Slayers come in, which I think is great. It adds more spice to it, or just more just overall development for the characters and kind of just flushes yeah. out the world more. But I feel a bit one note. Um, Setsuna obviously gets a character arc. I think Moraha. I think for her character arc, you know, it's not relying just on her demon side. It's you know doing both. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think Toa, I think for her, it's just thinking of her, her character development was just like, you can't evade, you can't like back out from an enemy. That's not, you know, that's tactical as well. So I think it's kind of interesting. But yeah, I think Toa is a bit one note, but that's just my biased opinion. I think so. I feel like could because they finished their quest more or less by the end of the series, there was finally like, oh, you could see them develop now and show more than what they've been seeing. And then they go, another show's over and you're like, Okay, I guess. Yeah, mm -hmm. like that that was that moment of you could have done something new, 
and we could have seen them do something else. It's like, it, it is basically like the whole, oh, here's Moroku without the wind tunnel now. And we, at least we did get that. We did see what happens with him, but yeah, we don't see what happens with them. And it's just kind of done. And I did think too, like, because they don't, they lack all that stuff. Whereas, you know, with Inuyasha's crew, we get to see them grow for like seven seasons and go through everything and see like the, the relationships go where, you know, how close each, each of them get with each other and whatnot. Because in the beginning, they're very uneasy with each other, very much so. And uh, you just watch it all happen, more or less. And yeah, I, I did feel disappointed in that sense as well. Um, but I guess it's like one of those things where it's better than nothing. It was oh, funny yeah. when we got it. Because I don't remember if I who said to who, or it was like, sequel series! <laughs> and we were like, oh my! god yeah. and we like watched it like every sunday like oh it's it's yashihime time yeah. so it was still like a fun thing oh yeah it um, was an experience we're like oh shit this this new character oh oh this returning one oh i think i think it's great i think i kind of view it as like their version of harry potter and the cursed child right we're like mm. you kind of don't want it to be canon but i guess it's canon or whatever happens um but it, you know, kind of just viewing it rather than, oh, this is just a sequel of X, Y, and Z. Like this kind of, like the epilogue. This is like a great epilogue yeah. rather than, oh, this is actually like its own series, like Boruto or something. So even like, yeah, because like the first episode was like, it felt like an epilogue. It was like Inuyasha and them after everything too. Um, but I guess like uh, my final thing for it, which James, you could chime in for this too, if you want. Uh, the topic of sequel shows. Mm. Um are they worth it? And should there be more of those types of things? I mean, I guess my two cents that I can add on that is just like from everything I've heard about both Boruto and now Yashihime is just like they're fine, but they're not necessary. Like, I don't know. I've heard like one person say Boruto is actually pretty good, but it's still not as good as the original. So it's like, yeah, I don't know. I guess that's how I feel about it. Is it could uh, they they could be good, but they're not a thing that needs to be a thing. I guess. I agree, cause okay. yeah, cause it's it's hard to watch something like a sequel series without like again, do you watch it with the connotation of it being linked to something else, or do you really need to try and disassociate, or does that lose meaning to what you're watching to begin with? If that makes sense, so it's like a weird cycle of. Yeah. Yeah, just like the, the product that, that you're watching and does it diminish or gain in value depending on if you associate it with the previous content or not. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Like another example I just thought of, uh, Legend of Korra. Like yes. the Legend of Korra, I really liked, mm. but it still isn't as good as the original series to me. Like, but that's a really, really hard. Well, yeah, there's no there's no like um, seizure guy that's like foaming at the mouth and <laughs> does a trick. It's like, it's not yeah. as good. I don't know. It's just, well, they did have the Cabbage Corp guy. Cabbage Corp. Oh. My cabbage. <laughs> but yeah, just like, as much as I liked uh, Legend of Korra, like, and again, it's mostly just because the original The Last Airbender series is such a high bar to clear for me that, like, it would be almost impossible for them to have made a show as good as that. Mm -hmm. But it's just like, again, it's another sequel show that is good, but didn't need to exist, mm. which yeah. feels really mean to say for the animators that worked so hard on it. And I hope you're ready for all the other Avatar content coming to Paramount Plus that that entire oh, new yeah. Avatar studio is working on. Know, right? So <laughs> there's more. Yeah, but J James, um, you make a good point, though, because the question is, 
obviously like the reason they made it it's just unfortunate where like you get to ask like well is it just because of capitalism like oh like oh this is a mm. guarantee do oh, it yeah. or it's like okay it's like every reboot. yeah it's like every reboot or is this hey this is actually really important content we really should expand upon like at least for Barta, we'll give its own thing but like at least they keep expanding on it and they keep like flushing other stuff out is it good or not best to be seen of course you know everyone has their own biased opinion but at least like it's more expanding right. stuff and then legend of quarter too like different time period they jumped like 50 plus years but yeah i yeah. think it's yeah, definitely a question of like okay are the creators doing this because uh because of like money or is this actually something they really want to flush out and it's like coming from like from where the original was from for like from the, you know yeah. that mindset was i agree yeah. is it a story they want to tell or is it a story they have to tell mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and i i have two takes on it one is well i guess that not takes one is more of like a thought uh the first being like there's, I feel like there's always, whether it's like shows, movies, games, uh, there's always something where maybe you're not satisfied with the ending or you were so invested that you're just like, I wanted more. I didn't think it would have stopped there. Or it, it is that thing mm-hmm. where it's like where Yashihime ends. You're like, I wanted to see what happens after this quest is done because I never got to really like you had a feeling of like all these things they could be doing and you never get any of it. And there's things where, you know, things just there's some shows and movies and games that just end abruptly and you're just like, wait, but what happens with the thing? And they're like, I'll leave it up to your imagination. It's like, Fair. okay, I guess. But there, I feel like there is a lot of people and properties that do have that feeling where you're like, well, I don't even necessarily need a full like, re- like sequel movie show, whatever. I just needed a better epilogue or ending and you could have given me that, but you didn't. And it, it comes off of there where I feel like that's where the want for these types of things come in, whether it was so good, you wanted more or you were, un- you were dissatisfied with how they mm-hmm. stopped. Uh, and that's usually, at least for me, that's where I usually get those feelings of wanting something like that. And with, uh, what sequel shows to me, I think, this is you know it's hard to do but i think it should be pre-planned with the original series where you're like hey Mm. if we ever could keep going we should do it like this where it's like you're not going like 10 years later like hey i just dusted the thing off we should like do another one of these and you're like dude we changed is it even gonna like reflect either either it will evolve to its own thing where we do it and it's completely different or we've lost touch with it and it won't hit the same way whereas like oh we did the adventure of blah 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 and you know, it ended, and if you were, we've been already been developing it, it was on the thought table, like, it's just like a thing of like, how many can we keep going with before we're canceled? It's kind of like that thought where you have that pre-made and um, it's something that might not happen, but if you could do it, at least you know you can and it's already ready and you're not, you didn't alter anything. You're just like, I wanted to do this since the beginning this is what would have happened if these characters had kids and now you can tell I can tell that story and it was made back then so it's not like we're just cash cowing it or anything it's just I get to continue my story and we just shifted things where you know our main guys aren't our main guys anymore they're like the tutors and whatnot and and everything else and we might even see them die so it's a I don't know yeah that's how I would do it personally I think that's why that's how they should do it if possible. I'm trying but. to think of like a series that successfully does that. I guess the only thing I can think of, I, don't, I think it's kind of cheating though, is like, you know, I referred to it earlier, like the, the Fate Stay Night series where like, 
Because, like, yeah, the whole premise is, like, you have, like, this game or this battle between, like, I think it's, like, 7 to 12, like, characters. And they, like, pull from, like, famous people and they, like, battle it out for, like, the Holy Grail slash the wish they want. And each series or each season is, like, different sets of characters where, like, the like one was, like, these set of characters and, like, the second season or, or show was, like, their, their kids. So, yeah, I think it's very mm. interesting. And, again, the type of series, though, where, like, it started explaining and building the world from scratch so you could watch both series and like you don't have to watch both of them to understand each one which is great um but yeah i agree i think that balance right of like i think it'd be great to have like i'm trying to think of a successful series that yeah they were the main character and then it shifts into the mentorship role or like the back seat and audiences are okay with that they accept that um yeah it's kind of a it's a tough thing right because you you know audience invest yeah. into a character and it's like over time, I feel like I, only a series like Naruto or One Piece where they've been, or DBZ, where like they've been, you know. I was gonna say like there's Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. I feel like that's uh, yeah, Dragon like Ball GT. Technically, when Goku shrinks, I mean he. Yeah, I think they 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 retconned the shit. <laughs> I think they retconned the shit out of the GT. Yeah. They were like, we this does not exist. We we've made Kai now or something. Yeah. I, don't, I don't really know, but yeah, definitely. There's there's so many. But yeah, I, I get what you're Successfully, saying. Successfully, though, that's the um, key. Yeah, success. It's, yeah, it's just it's hard. It is hard. But who knows? Maybe someone will. Someone one day will be like, "Hey, we just finished this. In three years, here's the sequel series. Whether like twenty years have passed, and you'll be like, oh my god.' And then yeah, that'll be cool. But yeah, uh, I think anything else for Yashihime before we continue? He's good. We'll always love it you know always always a diehard fan i think it's interesting how to sh- like how they showcase like that kind of feudal era japan i know it's a different kind of time period i think technically versus like demon slayer just like the different of course different art styles different like studios and stuff different different interpretations of that time period or like that area so i just thought that was interesting i know they're completely like separate like i think it's like a like, couple hundred years difference between the two but um i think so they came out around the same time it's just interesting portrayal um i don't know always like it win-win true now for the final show my dress up darling which all three of us have seen yep and i like i said i blame momo and i blame my our friend chris schneider for this because i i i found this because of youtube where or no either you guys talked about it or found it on youtube one of the two where um, I was so into like I was so into the se- second season of Demon Slayer that I started watching reaction mm-hmm. videos and just this like just out of just like I need to see the emotions of these people and through it all of a sudden I start getting recommendations of like oh well here's people uh reaction reacting to my dress up darling and I'm like I don't know what that is. What? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, here's random clips of Marin and Gojo. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Uh, why, are you sh- why are you showing me this? And then you two start explaining it to me. And I'm like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. And that's good. <laughs> I don't know. I, it sounds kind of re- I, I don't know about I don't know about this cosplaying slight. Because I've never done Slice of Life. I've never watched anything like this. It, it's pretty much like, if you look at my, it's like, oh, Gundam, Demon Slayer, Attack on Titan, Inuyasha, Full Metal Alchemist. It's all 
like fantasy or like alternate or world stuff and all this kind of stuff, historical, whatever. And I'm, I don't understand slice of life. I don't get like, I, I don't, I, I know there's normal animes that are like, Oh, here's normal life stuff. I think there's even like sports yep. ones. And I've re recently like uh, demon and I and a couple others watched like initial D and it's just racing. It's just like regular cars going. It's like fucking Tokyo drift. If it was a show and I'm like, okay, I guess like I can try it out. I watched the first episode in the same day. I watched the 12th episode. I'd watched the entire season in one day because I literally couldn't stop watching it. And I'm like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> how did, how did I do this? <laughs> I didn't it took me yeah. a couple oh, days, but yeah, I, I, I was watching that. like a bunch of episodes each day because I was just like, <laughs> I need to know what happens next. I know, I was so just, it got like, it immediately roots you. And I'm like, because I wasn't, the clips it shows you is fucking, you know, it's like ultra perverted. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I don't, I'm not into this. Got to that loose service. I'm like, I don't know if I'm into this service. side of the, I don't, you know, I'm not really, I, my shit's just fucking violence that's what I, I just like violence and i'm like okay i guess i'll check this out and i'm like this is incredibly wholesome like i'm actually happy like i actually am in a happy mood smiling watching this and enjoying myself and actually laughing and then there's like and then you're like oh and then it's like there's borderline perversion shit like all the time but you're like oh but it's still so wholesome like, ironically enough they make it they make it, it innocent was it like the second episode that she had him do all like her measurements and yep. it was just like wait why couldn't you just go to like a store for this or whatever like i'm sure there are tailors that can measure you, you like I don't know. Like it was just so funny that he's like, I can't tell her that I'm embarrassed by this. I guess I'll just do it. <laughs> Memo, I gotta ask, how big is? Because this is like, the first topic I put on was slice of life genre. Like how how big is this genre? Because mm -hmm. this is like my this oh, is the entrance. It's love it. It's so big and and it's great because there's so many other series like this one like um i don't think it's an anime series yet hopefully but there's another series or another show that a manga that i read called i'm trying to pronounce this right cup rum's bride and basically it's kind of the same aesthetic where like this guy lives in like a you know smallish town whatever he's actually like uh he's into like copperware like kind of how his dad does like handmade like copper stuff so so does he and he has a girlfriend um that's like really just out there like eccentric but she's like hey i support you like you do you kind of thing so it's kind of that really great dynamic it reminds me of this because i think the wholesomeness people love it and the fact that like yes it's everyday stuff but it's kind of romanticizing just you know everyday stuff which is again the definition of slice of life huge genre people love it usually kind of it kind of gets intermingled either with, as you mentioned like sometimes it kind of borrows from like you know kind of like the romance of the, the show and stuff the shoujo stuff a little bit okay like it borrows a little bit here and there um people just love the mundaneness that is everyday stuff and everyday problems without kind of going too crazy with the storyline uh but yeah i think this is definitely wholesome and i'm glad people are loving the series because it gets a little a little more spicy oh, sure. i think my favorite part so of it so far is just like, like it does it. a one really good job of focusing on why people like cosplay in like uh, and it explains it in a way that like i never even thought of it's just like at least for marin she just loves these characters so much that she wants to be them if it even just for like a brief period of time yep if she just like is terrible at actually making these costumes and gojo which the entire time i was watching this i was like 
Gojo from Jujutsu Kaisen? <laughs> but that's why very was, different person. <laughs> that's why the show uh the show very different me. person. <laughs> He's not trapped I in a prison. To, I still have to watch Jujutsu Kaisen. But like the, I know. Uh the show oh. hit me like when they start talking about that, and I'm pretty sure Mo you're like probably the same way, because we're both cosplayers more you probably you more than me, but like I, I've been trying to get into it more and stuff, but like I mean whenever we do Dragon Con and whatever. Cause uh James, I'm not sure if you know, like did, when I like we've been doing cosplay at Dragon Con all the time and uh did I we know do you've done one? like a few costumes. Yeah. Him. I don't know if we've done a group one yet, but yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, because we want to do Demon Slayer. We need we we're, we're gonna do mm. Demon Slayer. Uh and Yes. You know, through it, you know, I was fucking I'm like, oh I'm gonna do the I can't I can't do costumes. I can't make shit. So I got where Marin was coming from there immediately where I'm like, I don't even try. Like it's not even gonna be it's not gonna be good if I do it. I know for a fact it's gonna be ass and I don't want ass costumes. So I'm like, I need to go buy it. I need to figure out like the best way to do it to the point where like um back in school actually, uh when we did the humans for zombies nerf stuff. I had my friend Ash, uh, she was a costume designer and I created a, a squad called the Night's Watch. And I'm like, well, it's kind of, you know, it's more or less like medieval themed and shit. So I'm like, hey, can you like make me like an armored jacket? And she's like, yeah, I could do that. Or like an armored sweatshirt. So it's like a full on gray looking like medieval style sweatshirt with actual pulp, like cloth pauldrons and stuff and like the full-on hood and everything and uh i get that where it's like oh you want someone that could like create it and tailor it to you because she did she like took all my upper body measurements and everything else when we did it just so she knew exactly how big the sweatshirt needed to be and everything else uh so i definitely get that and like for most of my other outfits you know they just store-bought whatever only a few things i actually went out to do myself which was like Muldoon from Jurassic Park. The Australians like shooter oh. and uh, tunnel snakes from Fallout Three, mm. where I did like get all the stuff. I just like bought the jumpsuit and the jacket and like took thumbtacks and used those as like the I guess like the sequins for the jacket and stuff. Uh, so it, I, I do get like that creation where those were easy, but then I'm like Altair and you know everyone's favorite character, the Hamburglar and a bunch of other stuff I want to do in the future. And I'm like, I can't make this myself. That's not, I need to have someone else buy this for like, I need to buy this and have someone else like do it or have it pre-made or something. So I do get that. I think my uh, other but, thing I liked about the show was just like how Gojo, it, it, like it seems like there was some traumatic experience when he was a kid where like some, I don't know who that girl is. They haven't explained it yet. But like, mm, yeah. Like whoever it was, it was like, why are you so yeah. weird? Why do you like, like these girl things? And like, he just literally just like, this is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Like, I want to be able to make things like this. And so he's kind of spent his entire life, you know, isolated from other people because all he cared about was learning how to make Hina dolls. And he literally sees himself as like in a different world from other people. Like, well, oh, I shouldn't even bother to like interact with other people because it's literally a different world than mine. I'll just get and then, fun of, and then yeah. he has a, a chance experience with Marin where she like finds out that he can do these things and he's like really good at making costumes, albeit for tiny little dolls. But and she's like, doesn't judge him at all. In fact, she's just like, no, like you're good at this that that's really cool that you can do this and it's like the first time that he's ever been like he's felt accepted for being him and then like 
that also helps him get through like not understanding why Marin is so into cosplay and he's just like oh the cosplay to her is exactly what Hina dolls is to me so like if she's going to be so supportive of, of what I want to do with my life I have to give her the exact same like respect and you know help her with this because this matters to her and just like oh my god I was like my heart was exploding in the last episode with when they're at the festival together, and I was just like, oh, mm-hmm. "I want them together so bad." It, you get too inve- you literally like you you forget everything, and you're just like, "Dude, this is like too much. I I can't like." You know, they talk about characters being shipped or whatever, and this whole time you're watching two characters that both like each other a lot to the point now one loves the other, yeah. and you're just like. this needs to happen why do i care so much about this needing to happen what the hell is going on well and and i love how it's her i love how it's her first like i know it's it's always the tropes of the guys and like the win over the girls da 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 so i really appreciate that like especially situations like this where like yeah he has these skill sets and like she doesn't for the most part doesn't like take advantage of it she does show her appreciation she like buys the stuff for him and everything like that and then i do appreciate like oh the trope is kind of twisted where like she yeah. falls for him first. So I really appreciate that. And then, James, you made a good point of, like, his love his love for Hina Dolls, Gojo's love. And I love the fact that, like, it's a duality, right, of someone that's loving the traditional artwork of, you know, the heritage that is you know, part of a Japanese culture of Hina Dolls and, like, kind of like the that modern version of that. Yeah. When it comes to, like, modern version of cosplay and thinking, like, in, like, in like that kind of artwork that you know that's not like traditional theater costumes or something so really like the duality of like it's okay to love both this and that and you're just as cool you're just just as knowledgeable just as mm-hmm. respected regardless of what you know what category yeah. you fall in which i think is really i really love that that's like he showed the like, traditional stuff I never thought and, like, about that. that's actually show. really yeah that's fucking good mm-hmm. holy shit yeah. Which did cosplay start that only, yeah, i'm not gonna get it i was like did cosplay start in america or japan i <laughs> <laughs> Because I don't want to count Halloween. I, I don't think Halloween. First, yeah. Nah, it's a different no. thing. I, I, think, I remember the first, yeah, I think the first anime convention in the U.S., I think it was in Texas. Remember, we talked about that on the, your previous co- uh, podcast with Roman, I think. Yes, you did talk about it. Yes, um, yes, yes. That's interesting. Yeah, but talk about cosplay too, though. James, you mentioned too, like the love and how people love things. I think it's really interesting of the more we explore this anime in the series, you kind of, sh- you know, you show different characters that are into cosplay and their yeah. reasons for it. So I love the fact that you have people, um, you know, love it for the characters. I love it for like because their figure would match the, spe- the specific characters they're into. But I also appreciate like kind of just the subconscious, like the reality of it. It's like, oh, I'm a female, so I can't do a male, or like I am this figure type. Like I can't, you know, I can't be a guy, or I can't be like a busty. You know, I can't be, I can't cosplay as a busty character because I'm flat chested or. I really appreciate just the reality of that. And I think it just adds to the wholesomeness that, yes, yeah, not everything's sunshine and rainbows, but as friends and as a team, you guys can still kind of tackle it together and how Gojo helped um, the girl's yeah, sister. I love that arc. She was Shinju? Because the sister's name was Juju. I mean, it was Juju and her sister. I think it was right. Shinju, I want to say. I could be wrong. Yeah, I just I love when they when she comes out in like the the costume as the guy and they're just like I didn't even recognize you like that's that's you and it's like the and then they kind of do the flashbacks of all the work that Go, uh, Gojo did to like help her get to that point and like why she wanted to be that character specifically and because of the way her sister is like you mentioned like her sister is very strict on like I only like people to 
try to cosplay characters that they already fit the body type. So she was terrified that like, you know, if I try this and it doesn't come out good, my sister's going to maybe hate me. And of course her sister is just like, no, I would never hate you. But like, it's just such a heartwarming moment of like, oh my God, like I didn't even know you wanted to do this. I would have helped. And, and like, I, you look amazing. Like let's all do this. Yeah. <laughs> Where'd your boobs go? <laughs> <laughs> and he had on a budget yeah. which is hey reality Middle school and like allowance, honestly yeah. I think it just reflects <laughs> I know right I, I think it definitely like really reflects too of like cosplay like mm. culture honestly like yes there are gonna be some like sus stuff that happens I feel like biasly as like a woman too of like being looked at like oh you're dressing that way because it's like no because yeah. I love the character but anyways like as a whole though I love how wholesome and like people are when it comes to the comic cons, the different conventions and just how the community is like, Oh shit. Like my strap snagged. And it's like, Oh, I got you. And it's like a random stranger will help out or just the immediate connection of, Oh my gosh, you're cosplaying as this character from this video game or movie. Mm. I love this so much. Can I have like a photo with you or something? So I really appreciate just the instant connection when it comes to that community yeah. as a whole, just how supportive they are yeah. and things of that nature. Well, in the, um, the first, sort of convention they went to it wasn't even a convention it was just like a cosplay meetup it seemed like in where gojo's like exhausted because he's like i put all this work together and you could have just gone to another one and it's like his shit with his grandfather and then there's like midterms or something I think. yeah and he just like didn't understand that like mm -hmm. there are meetings like this all the time she was just like oh this is like the next one uh and there was like they showed like one guy dressed up as like a female character because it's like it, it doesn't matter like it really what type i mean again to people like um the the other character i forget her name you'd be surprised how many male wonder womans i've seen now yeah and it's just like it <laughs> there are those people that are like purists of like you have to be the right body type you have to be right mm -hmm. the right sex and stuff like that but then there are other people that are like no i'll i'm a dude i'll dress up as like a crazy weird looking woman just because i want to i like this character and it's like it i liked that they showed that there is a lot of leeway in that crowd for like doing what you want to do because it makes you happy and everyone has their own personal standards of mm -hmm. how they want to be looked at like it reminded me of me i'm like yo i want to do nightwing i don't have the body type for nightwing so i have to make my own i literally have to work into the body type of nightwing and shit so it's like mm -hmm. it, it, that all makes sense and like how different people are like yeah i want to be i would like to be this man and it's like oh, okay well you're Okay, so we have to shrink your boobs <laughs> that are somehow incredibly massive for a middle schooler. That's not, I also love that. That was thing. so fucking funny when they're like, Early we're going to meet my little, her middle sister. And it's like, oh my God, she's going to be so adorably small. Yeah, she's going to be teeny like, tiny. And it's yeah, like, and it's like, nah. <laughs> you're just shocked. Like, what the fuck? The characters are like, you're in middle school? I, I don't understand how Get this occurred. And yeah, you. But again, they don't like overly sexualize, no. you know, like, I like, yeah, of course, there's the loot fan service, which will always happen in any series, given which happens to even a demon know, slur, which I never there, thought would know, happen. And then it did. And they're like, it's all Nezco. And you're like, oh, no. <laughs> but yeah, again, appreciate yeah. the wholesomeness. And if anything, too, with that, again, it kind of just showcases a community of just people that you know, have, have a stereotype given, like furs and stuff given, but I just appreciate, yeah, just getting the duality of it. And yes, there will always be a, there's always a darker side to cultures and darker side to, to clubs or things of that nature. But yeah, I appreciate just the wholesomeness and I'm, I'm excited to see just more dynamics and how to, how they flush out kind of like this culture even more, obviously. Yeah. So in the hobby. Definitely. And you know, all the characters in it, what are there like five characters more or less? It's Gojo, Marin, his grandfather, 
Juju and Shinju. I, I really hope I'm saying her name right. Um, yeah, there's going to be more because I've read, I, I've not caught to the manga, but there's definitely like more, even maybe a love rival. Well, I mean, isn't, say. wouldn't, uh-huh, is uh-huh. Juju gonna, no? Oh, she, um, she, he, he became spoilers. too many first things for her very quickly, apparently. It was just like that, that, that scene where, you know, they're in the, the, the abandoned place and like his eyes and he's crying and you're just like, the way they do that with the lightning and back effect and you're just like, ha. Huh. And he's, she's fucking freaking out. Like she's so freaked out. And then he grabs, he was like, oh, so sorry. And he like, can't even say the words correctly. Oh my God. It was great. And like, uh, that whole explanation is like, Juju has been in an all girls school and has never had, this oh, is the first yeah. time she has had male contact of someone holding her hand and it was too much. And they do like the unplug and it's just like, Poof, yeah, and it's like, I'm, I'm off. Yeah. Just like, I she's turned off. She's just dead. <laughs> so fucking good. But yeah, at the end of it, you're like, she's like, you know, uh, we we could just go back to the, just the two of us. We need to do group cosplays anymore. She's like, I don't know. I kind of liked it. It was good stuff. And then she sees his like face in the picture and she's like, yeah, I guess it wasn't so bad. Mm -hmm. So I definitely, but you say other rival besides Juju. I'm not, I'm not saying nothing. (laughs) I'm not saying nothing. That was fun. This shit's going crazy. (laughs) Oh man. I can't even imagine. Cause like, yeah, the, the. The the thing about this show is, yeah, it's so just nice. It's just nice. And just wholesome. Uh, yeah. I will say, like, with Marin, like, you know, with Marin and Gojo, the two characters there, like, you know, Gojo accidentally caused his grandfather to go to the hospital yeah. because he's like, you know, he walks in the like, first why time. Why are you buying he, women's underwear? Why are you playing? Or whatever. I know. I mean, it's like uh, the fucking he's playing the the hentai game and uh, just, he's, he's like, like, just oh, like the fucking moans and shit and oh you're just god. like oh he's my like, god well, he is like, at that age but he's, he's focused fucking, so hard so focused writing notes doors open doesn't care about the volume and I'm just like I, I can't I just can't it's not it's not clicking for me I'm just like I so yeah intense, like, it's so, yeah. sort of side thing but I also love that they start like inviting uh marin over for food because they're like oh, oh you don't know how to cook at all you poor she's thing. like oh I, she cook, shows the she pictures and it's like fucking like gas station hot dogs and shit yeah. and it's like oh my god that was yeah I, I love that she's like yeah i can cook gojo's all of gojo's flashbacks of like yeah i can cook and clean it's like this is the cooking and he's just like what the fuck is wrong with you it's like, oh she just eats fried rice that's it yeah um, but I mean, it, it gets into like with the characters and their humor, like Gojo's best moments of humor is when he realizes something with Marin where it, it gets into like a dark background and he gets serious faced and he's like, like the, when she talks about the game for the first time and he's like, so he's this messing, is a hentai game, me, right? <laughs> yeah. Like what the fuck? And, and yeah. she's like, yeah, you know, they just get, uh, what was it? Dominant. They want to be dominated and all this stuff. And it's just really was, cute. Wasn't the game called like slippery girls too? <laughs> yeah. And they're like yeah. walking. He finally play. you know, he plays it and they're talking about it. And there's like a, they change perspective to this woman in line. Who's like probably around, honestly, probably already age or something. She's like 30, I guess. And she's like, Oh man, you know, it, I you know, being adult it sucks, whatever and stuff. And then the the kids walk by and they're like, yeah, and you know, he ejaculates in front of the whole school, and she's like, no, <laughs> 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 
<laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> Everyone turns and it's like these kids are gonna be in charge of our country. What? Everything's scary. <laughs> like what the fuck is happening? <laughs> oh my god, that like that was, I, the humor there is insanely good. Like I didn't, you know, it's funnier than any other anime I've ever seen. It's probably the funniest anime I've ever watched in my entire life. It's so fucking hilarious, and I assume that with a slice of life. I, I, I could be wrong, but do they? It just seems like these types of shows come with a shit ton of humor too. I don't know if that's a yeah, and it's like it's realistic humor because like yeah, that's like a funny like crazy eccentric moment. But at, like end of the day though, it's just someone overhearing your conversation that's out of context. So like there's gonna be situations like that where you're like wait wait a minute, you know? But it's again, it's based in real yeah. life, so it's not like you know like you're in space yeah. and shit. So it's funny. It's like oh yeah, that actually can happen. Like I think the totally. appeal of these kinds of shows is just like it's a nice little escape from maybe your life. And it's like, you could do that with any show, but it's like, sometimes it's just nice and relaxing to see like a happy, like situation and stuff like that. Your parents weren't killed by demons. I'm <laughs> like, you're like, Oh fuck, this is different. Uh, yeah. That, that reminds me, there's like this fun show. I forgot what it's called. Cause I remember watching it on uh, like VRV. Yeah. Where it's like, literally it's about this girl, like, uh, country bumpkin girl and all she cares about is just going to this new school with all girls and she's so excited and she's like oh i'm gonna have like a and like an outfit like the, the uniform she's like i love how the sailor uniform and it's like so wholesome and it kind of like puts on a pedestal and romanticizes that so yeah like to your point james like it is a kind of reality break but again it's not to the extreme yeah. so it's something that like people can can relate to or you know things of that nature. i think it's also a i guess like a um compliment to the show that the show is so good that it completely overshadows the lewdness with like humor yeah. and happiness to a, like such a strong point because it's like you know I'm, I'm sure like like i said i'm still very like even though i've been watching a lot more anime i'm still very new to it uh i'm sure like the whole culture and stuff you know a lot of it is like it's from just from outside perspective like well this shit's fucking perverted this all hell dude and, there's a whole episode where they go to like a love hotel to take pictures exactly yeah and Gojo's, like, and it's like freaking out the whole time there's like all of this stuff where it always feels like that's almost like the main thing. That's the primary seller is check out hot anime chicks. And you're like, oh, okay. And I like that this show somehow does something where it's like that stuff kind of has it, but that's not what's important. And you're like, wow, this is like really good. Cause I, I can imagine there's shows just based specifically off that type of stuff. And I mean, I've, I've never gone into that. Yeah. Department. Thank you very much. But Oh, it's it's a fun. It's yeah, a so I, I, I'm, I'll probably still stay away from this. This is probably my border. This is like I got to the border and I'm like I'm not crossing this. The the the. No, you don't want to cross. If I take one more step, I'll be farther no. from home. Yeah, this than is I've the ever farthest from the shower I'll ever go. So. I'll, Let me know. I got some recommendations for you. I'll stick Just with the, the blood and guts back here. Thank you. Uh, and you'd love Berserk okay, for as long know, as it exists. I know. But it's it is a like candy kind of like if I. Can if I run out there? of Gundams and Vangelions and Demon Slayers and things, uh, maybe I'll come to you after. It's like when I rock. So, so not Goblin Slayer, huh? not that's a little too, little, little too spicy for you. Goblin Slayer. Don't, <laughs> don't watch it. <laughs> it's one of those things that I've, I've heard of it, but I know nothing about it. Ooh, I, yeah, I yes. I, we, should, we should definitely do a sh an episode on like, like really grit, you know, because there is a horror, there's a, there is a whole like horror like genre, but there's like psychological like grit, which is like Berserk, Goblin Slayer, you know, stuff okay. like that. It's just a really beat down. Yeah, Berserk definitely goes to some dark places. Gotcha. Okay. That's mm -hmm. interesting. 
But yeah, Goblin Slayer is so good. And they have spinoffs to that series too. Is Anyways, Soul Slayer? wholesome, wholesome, wholesome stuff. Yes, wholesome, nice slice of life. All the fun. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I did like, like Marin does so many interesting things. Where well, one, her her tendencies where everyone thinks she notices one thing but it's something completely different where it's like, oh, uh, Juju's sister. Everyone thinks she's talking about her breasts. And it's like, oh, no, you're just really tall. And they're like, that's what she's talking about? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, or, because she's saying, like, oh, you're so huge and you're for yeah. being so young. Like, <laughs> and, yeah, everyone's just like, like, literally she's on a completely different page than the other characters and the viewers like that's all like, together where jojo goes uh, gojo goes to her house oh yeah, that's fine. she's in like a nightgown that's very loose she like just and, woke up or whatever yeah. and she's like what's wrong why do you why are you so red like what's why you're so red faced because he's like oh my god and she looks in the mirror and she'd think you know naturally like oh my god my breasts are just like practically hanging out and she's like oh my god i forgot <laughs> forgot to put in my fucking red contacts yeah because then you don't even realize literally even as the viewer i'm like oh she was wearing contacts yeah <laughs> i love like hours later after watching like however many episodes of that show they were watching together she's like oh i'm getting kind of hungry I'm, I'll, I'll go make us some food and then she like gets in the kitchen and she's like oh i never put a bra on uh he never noticed yeah it's like <laughs> yeah just like the fucking i think the stuff that was the most human was just like um when she's like i sent you the photos of me in the bathing suit why don't you respond and he's like a lot of things happened after <laughs> i watched all that photo and you see the box of kleenexes <laughs> he's a boy in high school what do you want like come on he's human oh my god that was i was fucking dying i was like this is actually fantastic like i can't can't get enough of this but uh the the final two episodes were probably like the the just like penultimate everything where well one the you I think episode eleven where it is the the sex hotel is the full on this shows how invested you are in the show very much because this whole like the whole time you're cracking up and you're knowing everyone knows you're watching this and you, your Gojo's like oh just you know climb on top of me I'll get this you know POV he's like way picture. too caught up because <laughs> then he gets into you're, it he's, he's like so alright let's do this and you're, he's like, oh this would know, be a yeah. perfect angle it would make so much sense for the character and we're all like I'm pretty sure you guys were too like dude you know dude <laughs> you know what's gonna happen though if you do this right like, I and love it does that anime thing where like something seemingly physically impossible happens where like they drop the phone in just such a way it bounces and yeah. hits the lights off well th th it got to where i literally never thought they could they would actually ever do it i didn't think they'd ever i mean they don't show it but they show it if that makes sense but like you know you hear mm -hmm. the oh you heard yourself from the other room and it's like ah. and then they remember where they are and he's like oh you need to get off of me right now he's like yeah it's great because he's like everything or the professional cosplay creator slash photographer remembers oh wait no dude i'm a fucking high school dude that is like love like highly attracted to this woman it's literally just as a succubus oh, on top of me oh my god there's a succubus on top of me <laughs> like wearing nothing <laughs> and you Oof. just see the rise <laughs> oh, I forgot Love they it. animated that. Love they animated, it. Yeah, they did. They animated, Woo -woo. And I cracked. Yes. I had to. I had to watch 
like three different people reacting to it <laughs> just to see their eyes go like it's so fucking funny but yeah he like the whole thing he grabs her and she she makes out her own like uh and then she's like oh no what did i just Dude, make a sound i wonder for? how many frames they actually put to like him grabbing her torso because that was very well animated it was everything yeah. that just yeah. all the budget of that show went into the details of that one scene and yeah. you're like oh my god and they're ch- yeah and you it, like you know it gets it goes from like oh my god we're six or something like, this is crazy oh my god you, you know everything's rising up and everyone's getting excited and then it gets into like hey it's you and you know everything starts relaxing and they start coming in and it's like you the feeling the the full so close chemical reaction is there of just like oh my god and then the phone rings and i was like probably out loud like fuck (laughs) (laughs) and i'm like oh my god i fucking love this show i just realized how much i loved it because of how disappointed i was in the fact that nothing ha- like not anything crazy but just like just the little little smooch that was about to happen i'm like what the fuck did this show do to me like what the hell just like how did this happen how did i completely how did... invested at this point yeah and i'm like oh my god yeah i'm like this is one of this is this is it this is, this is the show <laughs> yeah yes it's crazy i gotcha and i you know i, I cracked up too every reaction video was the same exact way where phone rings but everyone is just like no dude like all sheer universal disappointment and i'm like oh my god yeah this, this is this is this is yeah this is the one man it's crazy and uh the next episode episode 12 like uh it feels so just incredibly happy and i'm like dude why am i not in japan i don't get this like they get fucking festivals all the time in the summer we just have fourth of july once and i'm like you know it's it, I, don't get me wrong. I love celebrating the fact that we beat the shit out of British people. But, like, they get to do this stuff, like, multiple times over, like, three months. And it's, like, all these beautiful fireworks shows with food and stuff. And I will say, they, they do have some yeah, Those stuff food up. stands look so good. I understand why Marin so is like, good. I want everything. Marin is just, like, <laughs> yeah. a bottomless pit, which I love. Uh, and, and Jealous as a woman? Like, you'd eat all that and probably just go straight to your boobs? Mm-hmm. Like, girl, respect. Respect. Actually, I guess that is how that works. Uh, but, like, like... The fact that, yeah, she eats all this shit and she is like pristine figure. And I'm like, I don't get, I don't Not get fair. it. I mean, I guess it is that whole high school, high That's school fast fair, metabolism. Yeah. yeah. Like you, you haven't hit like the freshman 15 yet. You haven't been like, oh, there's McDonald's across the street from the school. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. Like n- none of that's there. Um, but, you know, it's so beautifully animated where, you know, they have them in their traditional attires and i don't i don't honestly know what they're called but well, like yeah um, she like actually got someone yeah or summer kimono yeah yeah you got us and got us. i i do like the short version i love the thing they do like, like more movement puts, oriented she like puts her hair up and she's like don't tell me you're one of those guys that like gets all hot from like seeing a woman's na- a nape of her neck and he's just like super blushing she's like oh my god he is one of those guys i can't like, even right now. she's like i won i have won she's just like shifting like, intentionally everywhere. teasing him <laughs> it's so good but uh yeah just that the fireworks the they, they put in that song i can't remember what it's called but it's a pretty fucking good song like, i love um, that that's the moment that he realizes like oh no it's it's not that i'm attracted to her like i actually love this woman like it's, it's such a sweet moment because the whole thing it, it's pretty much like oh my god she changed my life like i went literally from like, a solitary introvert to more or less still slightly introverted but like he's ready for 
he's ready for it. He's like, oh, you know, assistant at the... Yeah. He's, like, ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he, he can now go out and do things. He's never been to the beach. And she yeah. took him to the beach. That was sweet. That was, and it was sweet. Yeah, like and it's that. so nice. They both got something out of it. He was like, I have someone that will take me out to see the world. And she even was like, why don't we just go everywhere, just the two of us? And you're just like, aw. And he's just so happy. He's like seeing the ocean and she's just happy seeing him. And yeah. then falls. But I like, mean, uh, one of my favorite moments in this season was just like when, like after he's about, like finished the first um, cosplay outfit for yeah. her and he's just like, oh, I, I guess she'll never talk to me again because oh, the, yeah, th- yeah, the thing yeah. is done. Like that's all she wanted from me, right? And She's just like, no, we're friends. We're gonna keep hanging out, and there's way and more costumes I want. Yeah, you to make. yeah, way more <laughs> costumes to do. Beginning. I have so many more costume ideas. And he's like, oh, yeah. And just like the look of like exactly. pure happiness on his face of like, oh, this isn't gonna end. This is like, I get to keep doing this. This is great. And the amazing part of like how there's it's so much happiness and like just kindness, niceness that there's no, like, drama. The two biggest drama points I felt like was, one, when he was avoiding her, and it's actually kind of <laughs> She's just going through the school, like, go, 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 go. And she's, like, tired as hell. And he's just, like, he fucking bolts, and he's just, like, I can't believe... I The, the camera angles there were perfect, because he's just, like, I'm so I'm sorry, I could have gone so Like, it pans, and she's, like, yeah, she's right like, there. Why are you like, sorry? Yeah. And he's, like, oh. But uh, that yeah. and the um, when she does the shark girl one and he's like, I can't, uh, yeah. I can't like. Like the chess piece is like a belt. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're, they're, like, what, nah. what did she say? She said something like, like. Something like a good like amount of underboob will like. A healthy, a healthy underboob. Healthy. Yeah. Lift, will lift anyone's spirits. And she, she, she like lifts up her shirt one time. And he's like, I get it now. <laughs> it's like. Pfft. Uh, but yeah, like the whole thing where he's like, yeah, I can't do it. And she's just like, you know, you see her like, just like dying inside. Like, wh- why, why can't you? And he's like, your tits. And yeah. she's like, oh, like, it's too much. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, and she, and she's, she's just, just like, like, oh, don't do that oh. to me. Like, don't scare me like that. I thought it was something more serious. And then the fucking, I could send you a picture of it if you want. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, the, the, they do such a good job with everything and by the end of it you know she's like i love you and he's asleep um yeah just like as he's falling asleep the way he's like thank you for this whole last year it's like because it's literally been like the best year of his life yeah and And it's even like like helped him with his artwork because even his Mm -hmm. grandfather said oh like he's like yeah like your makeup now is more like subtle and more docile like it's it's affecting you know from his experiences so that's great like, I, I love that. Like, he was so worried that, like, he, oh, I've been spending so much time making cosplay outfits. Like, I haven't been practicing my Hina doll, like, uh, makeup and stuff. So I must be terrible at this. You know, I my grandpa says I have to practice every day. And, you know, he gives his newest thing to his grandpa. And his grandpa's just like, you've really improved. You're doing really good. And he's just like, oh, really? Like, I loved it. Yeah. It was it was a good time. Um, it it was one of those. I think I messaged you and Chris after I watched it and was like, "There's gonna be a season." I was actually scared. I'm like, "There's gonna be a season two, right? Like, they'll do right. a second season, right? Like, they can't stop. You can't do me like this. Why am I my fucking stop, my, stop. Every, my wrist itching, man? Like, I need I need more. Uh, but yeah, it, it it 
it just yeah it was such a good seller that it sells you in the first episode and i'm like you know i watched some videos of it and then all of a sudden now youtube is like well if you like that show what about these shows and i'm like the fuck is don't like don't toy with me nagatar what yeah and I, like i asked chris <laughs> and he's like oh that's uh it's fine, but I feel like my dress up darling ruined it for it will ruin it for you. He's Top like tier. that's like the pinnacle now and I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah. But I watched like that whole thing and I'm watching currently season two of Comey and I'm like, Shit, what the fuck happened? Mm-hmm. I, I met like I literally sent Momo uh, an image earlier where it had um Comey, Nagataro and Marin and one other girl, I don't, I don't know who that was, and I'm like I hate the f- ironically enough, James, it was a weird like no Russian Modern Warfare 2 airport meme mm-hmm. where it's so like weird. instead of the Russians it's these anime girls, anime girls. <laughs> it's like remember don't so s- no no senpai or some <laughs> shit and I'm like what the fuck but I'm like I don't understand how a month ago in the span of a month I'm like I know three out of the four of these characters and who they are and I'm like how the fuck did this happen like I'm now into this genre of anime and then I did not expect it that quickly oh, or oh. Because they're all pretty short. They're like all like 20, 12 episodes, but just like, God damn, they're, they're just, yeah, they're fucking good. It's weird. Uh, but yeah. I, Until they get you. They do. Until they get, get you. you. And I'm very curious how season two will be uh, for this. I'm hoping it'll be next year because um, I don't want to wait that long, really. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm curious, like, will it be like you now you're saying, oh, love interest. And I'm like, oh, my God, like. What, what's that going to be like? I'm but also, saying. how many more people are going to join their crew? Are they all cosplayers? Will they be more diverse in terms of, I guess, like, you know, uh, one of the, the sister dressed up like a boy? Is there going to be more of that? Is there going to be, like, um, the school? Like, Marina's school friends there. Like, there's three yeah, friends. Yeah, they, like, barely will, ever factor into anything. Yeah, will they, will they have more of a purpose? Will... Um, Will there be more like, fucking juju fainting and shit and just Gojo sing everything like, oh, my bad, dude. Uh, and, oh, and I all forgot. Kind of like, I totally forgot he saw her like completely naked the first time. That yeah. Was, yeah it's, the fuck. Okay. That was funny because love it. I love when that happens. They go with the flashback of like, oh, yeah, you know, not everything is here. It's all smooth. And it's like silky smooth. <laughs> and it's like, oh. I, I love the reflection in his <laughs> eyeball and his like, his pupil just like, perfectly covers like her actual private parts and it's just like oh okay <laughs> but it's just it's they just, they Love it. it's like the minimal the amount of coverage dive. they could get away with oh god it, that was that was just like you're watching that and you just hear fbi open up and you're like no you don't understand yep. <laughs> it's not like that i swear <laughs> oh my god but uh I guess the two curious things I'm going to be about is like, will there be drama between, which I've never expected to say, will there be drama between these characters? But like, will there be drama between Gojo and Marin, or like, will Gojo be like, yo, is it cosplayer the dolls and stuff? And like, like that kind of thing is, I guess, good point. my, my yeah. very big curiosities. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what I'm curious about or like mm-hmm. what, what I want to know for season two and stuff. Yeah. Definitely. But anything else for my dress up darling? No, just go watch it. Top Even if you're not yeah, a fan yeah, of Slice of Life, tier. you'll probably yeah, go watch it. it. It's it it, it makes it. you much. It, I watching this after Attack on Titan. This is just twenty times. Yeah, I just I feel much more happy because now I don't have to wait till twenty twenty three. Or like you know, Attack on Titan just keep pissing me off and shit. <laughs> oh, I will say one other thing. I love this so much 
that I just got curious and like heard clips of the dub, and I'm like, this is really good. Proceeded to really? watch the I watched the full mm. fucking dub also. <laughs> it was actually really good. Shots, it's then. good. It's good. It's Ooh, actually really good. I was shocked know. by how good the dub is. I'm like now I'll watch yeah. all the whole series in both versions now. Okay, um, good I like to know. Much, yeah. I actually waited though because I saw the dub was like a few episodes behind, so I waited for it to be fully done, and then I just like knocked that out in like three days. I, I took more time for that one. But yeah, I, I just like, you know, yeah. And I will say the dub does such a good job of that one specific line from Marin, where when she does open the door and she looks in the mirror and she just goes like, <laughs> like, it's just gibberish. It's like a gibberish word. She, the voice actress for it, does it amazingly of just like no words of just like, <laughs> it's so good. It's so fun. Just look that up on YouTube and it you'll, you'll be sold. You're like, oh my God, that's fucking hilarious. So yeah. We'll check out. Yeah. We'll check out. But I hope you guys uh, enjoyed this uh, very anime-centric episode. Uh, and easily title will be um, My Dress Up Titan Yashihime, I think, is a, is a good title for that. You know, everyone yeah, wants I to have, dress up Titan. I have no skills to do this, but I just started watching Darling in the Bronx. And now I'm like, I want to make a mashup of My Darling, <laughs> my Dress Up Darling in the Bronx. <laughs> I have no idea what that is either. But uh, Basically, it's another mech anime, but like, the they dude has to essentially romance. ride the female. It's super weird. What? Yeah, like literally the way what? it's it's kind of like Pacific Rim where you got to have two pilots, but and it has to be a male and a female. But the way that the dude is like situated in the mech is like they literally give like like hand holsters on like the girl's butt to hold on to. And like those are the controls. And it's so it's so weird. And but interesting. <laughs> And it's just I'm be super sure. funny to see a, a uh, that, but like somehow you put Gojo and uh, Marin in one of those. I don't think he'd be able to do that. I don't think maybe he'd... we'll do a uh, an episode where Gojo has to cosplay with Marin to do that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't. <laughs> unlikely. That's Who the fuck comes up with this shit? I don't like, know. I... Someone recommended to me like to watch uh, Darling in the Bronx at some point because I mentioned I like a mech anime and I'm like giving it a shot. And I'm just like. It's definitely interesting. I feel like a guy, there's some Japanese creator that looked like Chex Mex, and he's like, Sex Mex. I got <laughs> it. I know my anime now. And I'm like, that's probably what True. happened. God damn. I can't fucking shit, dude. All right. Well, hope you guys enjoy this episode. Uh, you can, of course, find us on all podcast platforms on YouTube if you can subscribe. And five-star review for uh, Apple Podcasts. Rate us on Spotify. And like and subscribe on YouTube, of course. And uh, you can send us any comments, feedback, questions at sutrasidetalk at gmail.com. And Momo, where can people find you? Yeah. Y'all can check me out either on Insta or TikTok with uh, underscore the Momo for Insta and then underscore the dot Momo for TikTok. I actually do ironically for my TikTok and mainly TikToks, daily posts talking about anime recommendations and also making anime art. So... Good stuff all around. I did like your because you used to do the um, was it like fabric or material of the of the day? It was like mm-hmm. the, the yeah, and then now you're doing like the full on like those crazy paints that the, the, the yeah. spray painting and stuff. I was like, do a bunch of anime stuff. It's awesome. Yeah, I my my favorite stuff is making like Pokemon stuff or like guess what anime series is from or guess what you know Pokemon this is or you know some other shenanigans like that. But yeah, so underscore the dot uh, Momo for TikTok stuff. Good stuff. Awesome. 
and uh, James can be followed on Twitter at InvaderJim124, mm -hmm. and myself at Twitter at GogoComzilla. And uh, yeah, it's... Uh, leave everything there and we'll catch you guys next week i think uh james will probably do horizon in two weeks because i didn't expect to be in new york as long as i like i didn't expect those extra few days especially over a weekend mm -hmm. but um next week i think we'll be good for if we can go watch the north if you go watch northman we could do moon knight and northman i think that'll okay. be a, a good episode and then after that we'll do horizon too so yeah that's uh what's going on for some of may and then maybe some more anime later down the line because we've got yes. plenty of the dark up. side Come and the older dark ones side. that I've been like going through too. So there's, there's plenty to discuss for sure. And I'll, I'll actually, I'll talk to our friend Chris Schneider to see if he'd be down to hop on. We'll see what he would say, yes. but yes. yeah. <laughs> Otherwise we'll catch you guys next week. Thanks for joining us today. Yeah. Thanks so for listening. Long. Bye. Thanks. <laughs>